Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey. We are Wednesday. You know, I read uh, as as we were doing our prep this morning, there was a bad accident. Forty four westbound at Highway One Hundred. That's uh, Franklin County, Gray Summit, I believe. And they said the accident was going to be cleared out by three thirty. And I just see on the news now it's still. I think there's a truck still on its side. Um, I think 3.30, they meant March 30th. <laughs> well, the accident happened just just around midnight. And it's still a disaster. Yeah, it says uh, here oh, that wow. the latest the latest really? update was at 3.30. And it says that uh, one tractor trailer was still on its side. And the interstate closure could stretch into the morning commute. Wow. Yeah, they were talking about it being clear by 3.30. And I think there's a fatality. Oh, man. And, so it was two tractor trailers, and I'm not sure what else. Um, all it says here is involving multiple tractor trailers, an overturned semi truck, and a pickup truck. Yeah, if what we just there saw a, there was a pickup truck there is is current thing and be open anytime soon. Yeah, there's still yeah. a truck laying across. It's not like nobody goes there either. Right? Uh, yeah, overturned. Well, I should say, and I know it's going to still affect a lot of people's lives, but a lot less going westbound. Yeah. at least overturned semi truck, pickup truck, and another semi involved in the crash. Oof. And then it does. It, it was a fatality. Oh, Oof, God. that's still huh from midnight. Wow. Well, if you are sitting in traffic. Being diverted, now you know why. That's the reason. Yep. How's everybody doing? Good? Well, Great, man. Pretty good. Thank good. You. We got the uh, big bosses coming in today. Like We got meetings after the show today. Yeah. Like running from here 
right, to a, a conference room for some kind of a gathering, a meeting of the minds. The big wigs from out of town in, uh, you know, in the building today on the floor. I was told to try to end the show on time. <laughs> as, as close to it as I could. 10 o'clock. We got a hard out at 10, guys. Yeah, that's always that's always one of those things where, like, when I got to the office this morning, I, like, already started to get, like, I felt like I, my, my my stomach was going to turn. No, I mean, it's, listen, it's nothing No, bad. it's not because of that. It's, it's because bad. there's stuff after the show that, that we do every well, day. Well, the, the, uh, the original date of, you know, these kind of meetings, uh, it was supposed to be yesterday. And there was a bit of, ooh, you know, Tank Top Tuesday. Oh, I don't know. The big boss are going to be here. Do we want the ratio wearing tank tops? <laughs> Actually, that was more of my concern than anything else. Right. Well, luckily, guys, there was no conflict. <laughs> Although there were a couple people, more than a handful, that commented on uh, one of our pictures with Nikki Glazer. Like a group picture we had taken. A couple people had writ- written, oh, I guess Tank Top Tuesday's out. It looks like Patrico's the only one in a tank top. It looked like, but I still had a tank top on. Yep, I had one. Me too. I, I wrote back to somebody, hey, under the jackets. Yeah. There were the tank tops. I also do like to keep the studio kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. Sounds pleasant. Yeah. I have a long sleeve shirt on. I went and got my jacket just now. I have two long sleeve things on right now, and I'm almost kind of cool. Well, guys, because I'm straight <laughs> fire. Right. That's why. <laughs> that is. We knew the reason. Patrico is particularly silent on this on this topic for some reason. Uh, because I I'm I think it should just be over. To be honest with you, what should be over? Tank top Tuesday. Why? Because if it's so cold in here that we're going to wear jackets and sweatshirts, then there's no point of wearing. Well, I mean, like, it's still, so today, it's, I guess today is, is underwear Wednesday. It's still, man, well, what happened oh, to your... Why didn't you tell <laughs> me? What happened to your spirit? <laughs> what do you mean my spirit? That ruined... You putting a tank I top on... I didn't ruin nothing. You putting a tank top no, on... grandma putting, over and here then, did. And then putting a jacket on and zipping First it up? First of all, look, he's laughing. He I know wants he is. Us he, wanted, he wanted us to do this. <laughs> so why and are you succumbing to his ridiculousness? And that's why I was silent. But if you tell me that I'm going to ruin the spirit of things, but you're going to put a tank top on and put a jacket on, that eliminates it. It's over. Give me a breath. What do you want me over to goose bumping? Well, then that, that's fine. Then if it's too cold for you in here, don't act to wear like this a tank is my top, fault. He wants then we won't you to wear it. You know what? I Somebody wouldn't, I wouldn't put it, me. I wouldn't put it past him to make it that cold so we would argue over this. Somebody had accused me of killing Tank Top Tuesday, and I said I didn't have anything to do with it ending. That's not Nothing. true. Nothing. It has not something true. to do with it. You know, you keep it as cold as my elderly mother does in here. That has something to do with uh, hey, three mm, of us putting jackets a, you mean, on. First of all, she is a fine woman and a great dancer. Knock it off. What did I say? You say cold as your mother in here. I said you keep it as cold as my elderly mother because right. she wants everything cold. Oh, well, then the oh, temperature. Okay. Oh, okay. Not, oh, temperature. Not oh, okay. Oh, okay. My mom is nice. nice. She can be dark. Stop that. Very nice she can be very dark here now. Stop it. Wish I had a That's mom. your mom. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't bow to this. Patrico, don't let this I'm get to you. Wait, do you think? Do you think that I'm trying to have you guys fight against each other so it just ends on its own? Are you undermining Tank Top Tuesday? Is that what your I efforts th- are about? I don't know. Well, don't listen. Don't bow to the to the ridiculous tweets. I they tweeted. People have tweeted and people posted messages and all that stuff. But they had the same mindset that I did, which was what. 
Which negative. Is, if you're going to put sweatshirts and hoodies and jackets on over the tank top, then it's kind it's of just for not, a time. It's not the entire time. Moon, you had you had your tank top on for 15 minutes it's yesterday. Nearly the entire time. This but is something that's not. The speaking entire. of nearly, this is near and dear to his heart. So you, I mean, it's not even near and dear to I'm my heart. I'm still wearing but, it around the here, rest of the day. Here's, here's here was my main concern yesterday. To be honest with you, <laughs> this is all I'm, tank top. I'm the only one that looks like an a hole in front of the guest. Then the guest walks in and goes, "Look at this a hole in a tank top." That's not true. Well, I mean, who's who's to say that they don't think that? I thought this is the summer of tanks. Patrico, well, it is you're the, owning it. It is the summer of tanks, and I did own it. Did I have a jacket or a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or a hoodie on yesterday? No, I didn't. When everybody put their jackets on, did you? Was it noted? As soon as everybody put their jacket on and, and Scott put his shirt back on, I went, "Okay, I'm alone again." But you're so why not. don't you? That's why so don't you? Silly. Because you because kinda... it was Tank Top Tuesday. <laughs> well, I will not adhere to this. What do you mean you would not adhere to this? Ridiculousness. That's just so stupid to think this, like Tank Top Tuesday is out, out the window because I'm putting a jacket on. This well, no, begs the question. It's, 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 it's the, it's the, it's the, I don't even know the words to say. It's, it's the principle of the whole thing. Like, if I would say to you, you could right now go, eh, it's red shirt Wednesday. And nobody would ever know because you got a, you got a jacket on. I'm freezing. Okay, and I said, if you are so cold that you don't want to participate in Tank Top Tuesday anymore, <laughs> then we should just go, Meh. But I still got a shirt on, and it's still red. You know, you could be the lone holdout, Patrico. Listen, that's I'll, what I'll I'll do I mean. It's fine. Uh, if <laughs> you, you if tank to, top Tuesday is still a thing, <laughs> I will wear. I will wear a tank top, and I still wear it out there, and I still wear it uh, the rest yeah. of the day. You now, when you go through that new, a new de like subdivision development, and uh, you know the old development was bought out, mm -hmm. they have all these new houses, but there's the one holdout right there that just yeah. won't sell their property. They got the old house and all the new stuff. That's you're hanging on to tank top. The area, the There's area where I where I'm I'm not, no, I'm he's not. the one that wants it abolished. No, I, no. Well, yesterday is what I meant. Yesterday, I'm not. I'm not. Quick. I'm not. I don't want it abolished. I want everybody to participate. I think Ooh, we have different, like, different definitions like, of participate. Looks like this party one over here, guys. It's nice to hear from Aww. you. <laughs> I was just gonna say Jeff was being. <laughs> Jeez, I was like, quiet it's during this it's whole nice thing to too. hear from you. But Jeff, Jeff is on the fence because Jeff, for the most part. Has worn a tank top all the time. So, but the past two weeks he's jacketed up because it's been. What you're saying is, I get it. <laughs> the property's been bought out, but he ain't and selling. They're, they're building a mall, right? So they're going to build a mall around Patrico, right? Because he ain't selling. Whatever you guys say. What do you mean, whatever right. I gotta say. That's a, that's no, not I said, how I said, I said, whatever, whatever you guys. You this, say. I said whatever you guys. This say. begs the question, guys. And I'm glad you brought up Tank Top Tuesday, Patrico. <laughs> I, you did, not me, but okay. You ever read that blog, uh, the, Adequate Man, uh, the Adequate Man, I think it's called? It's, it's like, a, it's on Deadspin. Uh -uh. No. Do, you, do you ever read Deadspin at all? Uh, no, yeah. Not much. Yeah, probably. I look at it every morning. Because there's kind of like a, um, a shoot-off of Deadspin called The Adequate Man. Gotcha. And the question they had, I believe it was yesterday... But is it okay for dudes to wear tank tops in public? That was a question posed, I believe, yesterday on Tank Top Tuesday. Fitting. <laughs> and I know your answer is yes. Is De it acceptable? Depending on the situation, but yes. It's a situational thing. Yes. Yes. What like if, I, if, I, if I'm going out to dinner, Same. I'm not wearing Same. a tank top. Yeah. If I'm going to Big St. Charles for a calendar search, I'll wear a tank top. If I'm running up to Walmart, I'll wear a tank top. But mm -hmm. if I'm like going to go meet some people at a bar, I'm not rocking a tank yeah. top. It's really I the went, style and environment. Yeah, I went for a walk yesterday. And, and a tank top. Tank top. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was Tuesday. Yes. And you weren't in here. 
I mean, to some people, you could, you could throw on, you know, is it okay for, for guys to wear uh, pajama pants in public? And is it a situational no, that's a, a situational no. thing. See, you it's say a it's a hard no, but I mean, if you're running up to the to the grocery store, or running up to Walmart, and you got your pajama pants. Now you're talking. Now what are your what's your definition of pajama pants? Are you talking about with the plaid and all that good stuff, or are you like talking cloth. about? See, there are some cloth or pajama like wool. pants. Okay, know, like see, wool. like I, to me, it's about a little bit about the material, but also about the design. That's no, see, because like, if it's material, then it becomes track pants, and right, that's okay. Right. So I'm I'm thinking of the like the red, yellow, green plaid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, that, w- when you can go out in public and somebody goes, ah, oh, those are his pajama pants. That's like, what he sleeps in. When, yeah. yeah. When they are just so noticeable, when they are at, you know, Walmart in the pajama pants section, you can't wear those. Yeah, oh, I mean, you can, but people are going to say something when you yeah, wear those. You're not public. running or working out with SpongeBob. Yeah, did you come in here in those pants or are you trying them on right now and walking <laughs> around the, the aisle? So if you leave the house wearing your sleeping gear, no matter what it is, it's weird. If it's flannel and has a fly that doesn't close... Huh. What about the flap in the, the back part? Have that up. Mr. Rocco's. <laughs> Have that up. You're supposed to. Yeah, Elmer Fudd. Especially in the Walmart and Eureka. Have All right, up. so so here's the question, and I'll read what they wrote on here. Is it acceptable for a dude to wear a tank top in public like if the temperature is about to hit 100? And the the author writes, as someone whose body temperature skyrots, uh, st- skyrockets the second the dew point reaches 60 degrees... <laughs> I have long advocated for the right uh, of my sweaty, hairy brethren to wear whatever clothes they need to keep this planet's growing, deathly heat at bay. But he shifts gears. However, you're damned either way with a tank top. Either you're some bloated yokel who doesn't have the body to justify a tank top, or you're completely jacked, in which case a tank top makes you look like a Marky Mark wannabe who wants to show off all the work he's done on the shoulder press. And he ends by saying, wear a t-shirt. <laughs> Do you have to be angry to work for that paper? I mean, for, that, for that outlet? Yes. I think a lot of times uh, it's, it's a show, but yes. I think, a lot called- of, I think a lot of the time it's show too, because I think the, the editor is a St. Louis guy. Yeah, he's a huge Cardinals fan, and that's why every single article they put out, they just destroy the Cardinals. <laughs> I still feel like the part of here's here's the interviewing process. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Are you a citizen? Do you have a felony? Have you killed a kitten? Oh, that's a yes. You're hired. <laughs> this guy doesn't like tank tops. <laughs> you know what is funny though, and, and and I'm sure that the the fellers can back me up on this. It also depends on what type of tank top. Like, if you go and you buy, like, again, I feel like every example is Walmart here this morning. But if you go to Walmart and you buy one of those, like, Hanes orange tank tops. Like, do you wear that? A tight n- Hanes? N- n- like not, not even Hanes? a tight. But, like, so, like, the the orange Hanes tank top that I'm thinking about literally looks like a box. Like, it's super wide and it just has the tank tops, like, straps up top. Some tank tops, most like the quote unquote fashion tank tops, have a little bit of a fit to them. They're a little more narrow. No, you're, you're thinking, you're thinking maybe the ribbed. Sometimes they're ribbed. Well, yeah, I mean, I know they those too. They come in too. black or white. I know those too, but I, or gray. You talking black, like a, white, or gray? Oh, yeah. You talking like a high visibility uh, safety almost, vest? Almost, like, <laughs> like the cotton <laughs> version no, 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 of that. I'm, I'm talking about it. There's a different. <laughs> there is a different type of tank top from one that your dad would wear and one that we wear. They're two totally different tank tops. One feels like it might be made partially out of sandpaper, and it's it, 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 you wash it once, and then it looks like it's a yeah. dress almost. 
My dad's always in collars. He'd kick his own ass if he was in any sort of... <laughs> mm. <laughs> My dad used to always wear tank tops in the 90s, and now that, like... They're in fashion. I think my dad does the opposite of whatever. Listen, I'll drive by somebody wearing a tank top in in their car on the highway, and I'll go, hmm, okay, I can see your shoulders. <laughs> Wait, do you consider uh, like the who, who the, does that bother? Why would that bother you? It doesn't bother me. It just I I just notice it. Just say it. Do you cons- He's wanting to know if you the, consider the, wife beaters. Yeah, the undershirt or the AKA wife beater. Is that, is that a tank top? <laughs> yes, it is. It is. That's a tank here. top. No, see, I don't think so. The wife beater. Yeah, that's underwear. I don't but consider it, that a tank top. But it's used but. as a tank top. Yeah, well, okay, and that, yeah. that's where you're you like, You really got to have the body for that. You're you really outside do. in your underwear. <laughs> you really do. I, right when I was kind of proud of what I'm doing, then I had to do the M&M thing, the mm-hmm. Slim Shady thing, and I had one of those on, those skin-tight, white, the ribbed ones that you're talking about for mm-hmm. that photo shoot. Oh, not, that's a tank top. Yeah, that totally is a tank top. Well, that's, I, that's I literally so. a white ribbed A-frame underwear. Here. I mean, it literally was packaged it's as got the tank underwear top, shirt. It's got the tank top... Things at the top. You know, Ryan on Twitter suggesting an alternate or a, an option, at least, for Tank Top Tuesday. Instead, Turtleneck Tuesday, which in will the totally winter. work here. In, in the, the winter. winter. It's in the always winter, we'll winter in here. <laughs> in the winter, we'll do that. Great. Can yeah, you do a dinky, the... or does it have to be the full? A full full uh, tank. I mean, I'm sorry, full, full, turtle. full turtleneck. Full turtle. Full turtle. <laughs> yeah, if it's got the tank top straps at the top, that's a tank top, no matter what it is. No. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, what about no. a difference between a T-shirt, like an underwear shirt, and a regular shirt, then? Still a T-shirt. A but T-shirt is a T-shirt. See, but like, to me... It's not a tank top. Like, like to me, I, I would say there's a difference between a T-shirt and an undershirt. That I think there's a huge difference It's a there. T-shirt yeah. undershirt. It's an undershirt that is a T-shirt. Yeah, but you so, don't... So if somebody says... Tank top undershirts. If I say to you, hey, make sure you wear pants, what does that mean to you? Full-length pants. So you think that jeans are cool? You can wear jeans? If I say, well, I, hey, wear I'd pants. Say what kind of pants? There's, there's, pant, uh, there's uh, pants is a big umbrella. I mean, there's, uh, you know, corduroys. And there's, uh... <laughs> so what if I just say, hey, wear... Well, we're talking about hey, wife beaters hey, and corduroys. What wear, the hell wear decade nice, is this? Wear a nice top. <laughs> you take your own translation. Yeah, just wear a nice top. Wear a nice top, you know, all right. So something, you know, button up. A nice blouse. You know, gender, uh, gender appropriate, you know. Yeah, you know, t- a bit t-shirt is a big umbrella. It is. I it's did under t-shirt. I did have the privilege of pulling off the highway. I went to Springfield this past weekend, and I pull off the highway in a town that rhymes with uh, Cuba. Anyways, I saw a guy in a. Was it Rolla? <laughs> yeah, Rolla. He was in the you know the generic wife beater shirt, pulling a red wagon. It was pretty neat. Like the tight. <laughs> Yeah, like, like the tight one. Fly yeah, jeans, one. that, and he was just pulling a red wagon Let me by guess. himself. Wow. It wasn't white, though. That shirt was probably <laughs> yeah. tan. It had a few it, colors. It once was That's white. That's the uh, dress code down there in Fuba, Missouri. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuba, Missouri. Uh, J- Joe on Twitter <laughs> says that uh, the easy solution instead of uh, turtleneck or tank top Tuesday is just tube top Tuesday. <sighs> we just all rock tube tops the yeah, entire we'd time. We'd have to borrow some from Jeff. Yep. Pull up the picture of my Speedo first pitch. Hold on. Oh, the yep. one in, the oh, one in my yeah. mind or the actual one in <laughs> There it is. All right, let me see. The one I'm on the mound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking. All right, here it is. I am in a tank top style shirt. What is that? 
Is that an undershirt? That that to me That's a wife beater. That's a why I would consider that a wife beater. And I know that listen, I know that's not correct, but I I would say that's a wife beater. And if you want Okay, here's here's what's this is this is what's really crazy. It's it's me and the Speedo at the uh the Grizzlies ballpark. At the Grizzlies ballpark, yeah. standing on the mound with a with with I what I think is a tank top, but yeah. So if you if you would walk out in public in that, I would go. Look at this Hoosier. But if you'd wear a tank top, I don't necessarily think mm. that. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, tank top Tuesday is dead. So. What? No, it's oh. not. I thought Patrico ended it. Who said that I ended it? You, you can end whatever you, you want. Words in my mouth. You're, You're trying to twist and tangle. <laughs> I'm not done with it. The guy, the, he cannot say when it's over, when it starts. The guy that doesn't even participate because he hates fun. That's right. That's you don't recognize completely not true. You can't ref. I, you know what? You know what's going to be fun? Friday, seeing King Scott dance yeah. at Scarlet's Cabaret. That's going to be fun. <laughs> and I believe Scott went to go get his outfit yesterday. Yes. I went over to Patricia's and they dressed me to the nines. Thanks say, it looks to like Patricia's. Patricia's hooked it up. A fine sponsor of this here radio program. A fine sponsor, real or fake? Mm-hmm. He came home with a full-on bag. Do you have a picture? Of, do you have a picture of no anything? Ah, oh, I just want to see a picture. Uh, well, he, I don't. He wants it to be a surprise. Yeah, Not, I don't I, like I, surprises. I, can, I don't want. I don't want to see the thing until he co- like when he. I, I don't want to know what he's wearing until he hits that stage, baby. You, you can get some hints on our Instagram at Riz Show. We posted a few. He posted a few. Uh, well, tell me. Well, no, I mean you can. I, he grabbed I, like a plethora of stuff. Like it was yeah, like a. You can he grabbed a couple shoes, some 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 peonies. Like do you have sh- like so it's a whole shoes everything loose yeah, side heels. I didn't get heels though. Just <laughs> I don't want to break my knee. Not enough time there, yeah. to figure it out. Like, you know, and you don't want to be hurt. You don't want to get hurt. No, do you? And I'll look just as sexy in shoes. You know, it's gonna be great. Wow, see the confidence is building. Is uh, it now? What, <laughs> what kind of uh, bottom? Is it? Is it something like a a bubble? Bubble bottom. Oh, the outfit. Um, <laughs> was he just talking about his bubble butt? <laughs> oh my god, he ain't, he ain't lying. But that's not what he meant. No, I mean it's it's horrendous. It's <laughs> it's the worst. The worst. Uh, out- it's horrendous. Like, so, it, it, so so you see what I'm wearing? I'm wearing a speedo. Oh, it's, oh, that, give me a break. That may as well be a. a, a that might tent. as well be a burka. <laughs> yeah. You can start wearing that in public now. That's compared nothing. to what I have to wear. I don't even oh, see any cheek man, on you dude. when you're when yeah. you're doing that pitch. You weren't looking then. And I don't know if I can say that. Is but, there is there the is there the thin strip of fabric that goes you know in the crack? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm not even sure if it would be considered fabric. <laughs> Here's what I want to know. What he explained. Here's what I want to know. Will. <laughs> mm, is there a po- yes. is there a possibility that we may see bag? No, I will make sure that is okay safely. Because I do expect <laughs> you to bend safely, over at least once, safely taped away. Yes, <laughs> tape and tuck, brother. Tape and tuck, or tuck and tape. Yeah, I'll tuck it, and then there's a good chance you'll yeah. Now, as far as tops go, what are we going with? Um, well, it's that's the big that's the secret that one. Okay, it's very <laughs> adorable though. Do you have a robe? No. Oh, you better get. Do you a need robe. a robe? I guess I need a robe. That's a good I point. have my American flag robe. Yeah. If you want. Okay, I might have to borrow that. All right. Thank you. You see this guy? You see this guy on Twitter? I guess I was t- talking about tank tops and now talking about man thongs. Great radio, guys. Keep it up. Not. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, oh, oh a nut. Wow. So I guess. So corduroys, wow. uh, wife beaters, and now a nut. It's a definitely nut 1995. So hey, no, man. he got he's got a time machine. <laughs> hey man, thanks for listening. Nut. <laughs> he zinged us there. Holy cow. So we hopped in the uh, DeLorean and uh, what is that? Ninety six. Nice. Not. Psych. <laughs> All right. No, it gets better, folks. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct. It's Kyle Garfaro. Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah. I knew I'd butcher his name. Garfaro. Yeah. Garfaro. It's Kyle Garfaro, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And he is other? from Springfield, Missouri. And Kyle would love to be picked. Well, we picked him because he is a longtime listener. And uh, so, uh, so, and so his roommate can't hang his team risk status over Kyle anymore. So I guess the roommate is a team risk member too. Hmm. Loves matchup with Moon. Loves uh, everybody getting uh, Patrico worked up on purpose. Well, you got it this morning. Yeah, congrats, <laughs> Favorite Kyle. show today. He's a podcast weirdo. Hasn't missed a show in over two years. And uh, coming from Springfield, that's awesome. So Kyle Garfaro from Springfield is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super uh, super sweet Team Riz member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. On 105.7 The Point. I welcome back our phone number, 3146-WALKER. That's the uh, temporary studio line, 3146-WALKER. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials. At R-I-Z-Z show, your emails, Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. I see I'm making, around, making the rounds again this morning, the fact that Missouri is the is the state with the third worst drivers. Which, yay! Yes! Yay, we're third worst. Excellent, guys. Good job. (laughs) Congratulations, everybody. And it looks like, uh, and by the way, Illinois was just made, uh, well, just missed the top ten best drivers. Hmm. We're in the top three, different list. But we're in the top three. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. We'll get to number one next year, guys. We're number one. Get out just, there and leave your blinkers on, everybody. Let's just, do this. you know, keep driving like garbage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we may have another driver on the road come today. I know your daughter. Yeah. I thought she was supposed to go yesterday for yeah, a driving desk. Didn't, we didn't have time. She had to work and, and whatnot. But, yeah, I was supposedly going uh, uh, today or today. tomorrow. Yeah, today or tomorrow, yeah. she nervous? Uh, I don't think she's smart enough to be nervous about it. And I don't mean that as a slam. I'm saying. Wow. Okay. No. <laughs> smart enough to, I guess she, I, I'm saying I don't think she realizes what she, she's just going to be her and a cop in the car driving away. I don't think she realizes like she hasn't really grasped that. Police that. officers do the tests? 
I thought so. Yeah, that's how it was yeah. for me. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I did not. Oh, not yeah. Uni- uniformed police officer. Yeah. Oh really? No, there yeah. was oh, yeah. a specific DMV tester when I took my test. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These guys that's are interesting. Full uniform and everything. Really? Huh? Yeah, and they go out, they leave, they go out the door with you, and then they come back, and the kids either got a smile on their face, or the cop goes up and talks to mom and dad and says, ah, we just aren't there yet. <laughs> really? Oh, a cop? Yeah. I, I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was, we had to go to a a, a, a a driving test facility. Yeah. And wait in the lobby, they call your name out. I don't remember, did, did I use my own car? Or, or there was one available to use. I, I forget. I forget what it was. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I like used my parents' car. I I used I used my car. Like my parents had bought me a car, and it was kind of like their incentive. Like, you know, there the, I couldn't get a license until I had a job. So it was like get a job, get your license. This car is for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I learned how to drive on my dad's truck, so and then took, took the te- I took the test in my car. Oh. Because he his thought process was if you could parallel park a big truck, you could parallel park a car. Okay, like that was his thought. And 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 I did. I I, I did. I I passed the first. I believe it was the first time. Oh, but, but anyway, first timer, huh? I remember when I got in. Bragger. The police officer sat down in the car, and it, and it was a female, and she goes, uh, she goes, "Is this your car, or your parents' car?" I said, "This is my car." And she turned on the radio and went through the setting, the dial. Mm. Like to see what I was listening to, and then turned off the radio, and she goes, "Okay." I was like, hmm. "Wow, all right, you passed it's that just a little, little icebreaker." I think I think that's what it was. I honestly think that's what it was. I gotta. I I don't know if it's gonna be today or tomorrow. Hopefully today, but I gotta do some parallel parking lessons mm. with her first because we have yet to do that. And that's the one thing on my test that I flunked was parallel parking. Well, you got the permit at sixteen and the license, I believe, at seventeen. What do you mean? I'm mistaken. Here. No, no. When I was when I was growing up. Oh yeah, and here so in Missouri, you got your, your you're, driving per, like permit, where you could just go back and forth to work. You can't have anybody in the car with you. Right. Oh, see, that's, I think there's a that's, time limit on the unless things permit. have changed. Different yeah. for me. Unless things have changed. When I it was 15, you can get your permit. You can only drive remember. with your parents. Yep. And then at 16, that's you can get your driver's okay. license. Yeah, and that's why she's doing this. She turned 16 in June. But she didn't get her permit until a certain time, so you got to have the permit for X amount of hours. But it was the day that you could get it. I was there, Same and that's here. the way it was with with all my friends and everybody in my high school. The day of your birthday, you were at the DMV. That's, yeah, it, that's how it was. That's, for me you know too. what's waiting for you? Freedom. That's what. That's it was. what it was. And now nowadays, it's not that big of a deal. Can you imagine failing your the written part of the test just mm. to get the permit? I mean, I would have been devastated. Oh, that, that happens. That's a regular thing. Now. Devastated. Unless everybody that my daughter is friends with are idiots, every, nobody did it their first time. No. Really? It wow. would go around the school like, oh, my God, you hear, uh, Yeah. hey, did you hear Carl, like, yeah. failed the written part? Well, it makes sense about Carl, though. Stop that. Really not a surprise. Like, did you hear, did you hear that Carl failed? Oof. Man, I'm not going to be friends with him. I, I, to be honest, don't yeah, ride with him. Can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, to be right, honest with you, I think I failed the first time on the written. Did you really? I think I did. Now that I think back to it, I think I you failed the first shunned. time on the written. Carl's coming to pick you up. You know, he failed his permit the first time about a year ago. It was like the only Must test horrible worth driver. really cramming for. And everybody yeah. did. And everybody did. Yeah. Now, I understand you don't pass the first time on your on the driving test. Man, I really screwed up the parallel parking. I did too. Like I really, I had, did. A, I had a car that would, have, two of them would fit in this room. It was so tiny to use, and he gave me three shots. And on the third one, he's like, "Why don't we just move along?" Yeah, I. But he passed me. Okay. I passed. Mm. I passed, and I think I talked my way out of it. 
He, I, he gave me three shots. Couldn't do it. I said, you really want me parking by a fire hydrant? Because it was in front of a fire hydrant. Mm, that's why I'm not doing this. And he said, wise ass. Ah. <laughs> I remember getting points me. taken off because part of my driving test <laughs> was in a me. was in a subdivision, mm-hmm. and there was turns where I didn't necessarily need to put a blinker on because I wasn't on a public road, I guess, or something. I don't know what it was, but I remember him saying more than once, "You didn't have to put your blinker on there. You didn't have to put your blinker on there." Well, this is some uh, some driving scenarios, and maybe maybe we need this here in Missouri, being that we're the third worst as far as driving goes and safety goes. Some driving scenarios and how to handle them. Hopefully, you'll never need to use any of this stuff, but it's good to know just in case. So, if there's an oncoming car in your lane, and this is the nightmare. (laughs) If there is an oncoming car in your lane, we've talked about this before. It's actually happened to two of us in this room. Mm -hmm. They say, try getting their attention by honking and flashing your lights. If that doesn't work, slow down or stop while getting out of the way. And don't just stare at the car because your car will follow your line of sight. Does that make sense? Yes, yep. it does. Yeah, I definitely get it. I mean, I don't necessarily know if I agree with it, but I get it. Just don't stare at your car, car or the other Don't car. just stare at the car right. coming your way. Okay. Oh, I looked at the yard next to me to see if there was a hydrant or a tree or something because when I, if he kept going, I was going to have to yard it. I didn't want to hit something. Yeah. So that's what I looked at, and then he went, oh, whoops. All right, what do you do if the sun is blinding you? Do your best to slowly drive in a straight line and pay attention to what the drivers around you are doing. Chances are they're dealing with the same thing. So you don't quickly drive faster to get out of that so you could see better? <laughs> Hit the gas. You do in Springfield. Swerve, baby. God, some of the habits down there. <laughs> what I do is I open my driver's side door and just a tuck and roll out. That's it. <laughs> What I'd imagine King Scott does is lays on the horn yeah. and speeds up just to I, make sure everybody. What do you do if somebody's is. tailgating you? It's frustrating, but the safest thing is obviously to just let them pass you. Yeah, I'm on the brakes. Nope. Well, I did that one. Nope. I told you before I did that one. Brake time check years ago. I mean, I did a slam, and this girl almost totaled her car. She almost had a bad accident because of what I did. I'll never do that again. She was fishtailing because she had to put Ooh. her brake on so fast. It was a huge car, and like. 20 something year old female coming up on me on 40. Not even and in you the brake checked lane. her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't even, and the reason why I did is because I wasn't even in the fast lane. If I was in the fast lane, I get, yeah. I, you know, I should get over. <laughs> I looked in the, I was like, oh, yeah, bitch. And I did that and I saw this. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'd never do that again. That was about four years ago. What do you do if there's an animal on the road? They say uh, try to stay calm, avoid it with minimal braking and steering. Overreacting can cause more damage than just hitting it. Hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, you'd rather hit the deer than another car or a telephone pole. Although instinct has you swerve if there's a deer in the middle of the road. I had a bird commit suicide yesterday on my windshield driving home. That's the worst. I've had that happen, too. That sucks. Hit the uh, top left corner of my windshield. I heard a thud. We locked eyes for a second. And your windshield is more like this. It's straight as it, you know, on a Jeep. Oh, yeah. It's straight. And it it bounced off the windshield, and I looked in the mirror, and it was... Flying away? Nope. It was then run over by a car. Was it arms up out cold? Is that the official uh, cause of death? Pending the murder investigation? I didn't murder it. It committed suicide. We looked at each other. 
And uh, that was it. That was it, huh? So the last thing the bird saw on Earth was you. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wow, it's Riz. All right, what do you do if you're about to get rear-ended? It oh, depends well, on the situation. Tense really up. They, no, they say you're supposed to relax, but I mean, come if, on. Whoa. If you're stopped at a light and you know the car is not stopped, yeah. that's happened to me. Well, you go. No, 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 no. I've never, I, the only time I was, the only time I was rear-ended, uh, I was in the car with somebody, like I wasn't the driver, and I never saw it. Mm. So like, it, it, like, it was one of those, <laughs> I'll never forget. I said, I said the thing that everybody says. So, boom, got rear-ended. I went, what the hell, huh, huh? <laughs> What like happened? that's that's exactly what you say because you you know you don't see it coming so everybody's like oh what oh well they say it's situational uh, if you're if you stopped at a busy intersection somebody hitting you from behind can send you into traffic and then you get t-boned in that case you'd want to step on the brake before they hit you but on the other hand taking your foot off the brake if there's nothing in front of you will let you roll forward and the impact won't be as bad. You know where I think about getting uh, this happening a lot is on 109. Because you'd be cruising along on 109, and what is the speed limit? 45, 50, uh, 45 something like 50. that? 45 or 50. And then all of a sudden, somebody has to stop to turn into a subdivision, mm-hmm. and there's no turn lane. Then all of a sudden, everybody's stacked up. And especially on the if you're on a motorcycle or something, in those situations, leave a, a car length in front of you. Well, Therefore, people like to tailgate on there. Well, but, well, what I'm saying is if somebody's coming up around a bend and doesn't know everybody's stopped, that'll give you a little room in behind the car in front of you. There are a lot of a-holes on that road, and if I turn to go into my subdivision, there will be people that honk at me for going too yeah. slow. I can't believe that you've slowed down to turn into your home. I mean, if they want me to take a turn at 50. Right. In a Jeep. <laughs> like a hard right. <laughs> like a ni- like a 90-degree right turn into my subdivision right. going 50. Well, that's slowing down. I don't know what you want me to yeah, do. You got a, roll a Jeep, bar? by the way. Your, your, na- your, na- your neighborhood Jeep does is a roll like, bar. <laughs> you're driving, and all of a sudden it's, hey, okay, there it is. All right. And there's it's There's a little quick. turn lane if you there's make a, it. There, I mean, there's a little turn lane, but it comes up on you real quick. It does. Because That's I think why I, I live there, because I don't want people going in there. <laughs> I think I took that turn uh, on Saturday, probably going a good uh, 38 miles an hour, and I went, It's good when you get into the subdivision on two wheels. There was only a couple kids around. All right, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Show 1057thepoint.com. And speaking of the driving s- situation, we had a, a question, I think it was yesterday, about if you're traveling on the highway and you see a police officer, not like in a pursuit, but just driving on the highway, what mm-hmm. would you do? And we had a police officer it's, respond. You, I, I mean, is it okay to pass a police officer on the highway? Right. That was the question. Now, this police officer starts off by saying every cop is different. Uh, but he uh, probably the same view majority of people. If a police officer driving on the highway or city street, it is his be- his or her belief that you can pass the officer as long as you're not passing really quickly. In other words, don't just go blowing past them. I mean, this make is it a gradual sense. thing. Yeah, this everything he says here is basically common sense. Usually, a lot of officers will travel approximately speed limit or a few miles above the speed limit. So if you're passing quickly, you're probably going too fast. Makes of course. Sense. If the if the if the police officer is going sixty five and it's sixty and you're go, and you you blow past him, you're obviously speeding and he's going to pull you over. <laughs> yeah, and I to, mean, you to me, you would think you would almost get pulled over. Is this even a, a question? It's a lack it of respect. Be. Next, okay. God, there's no more to that email apparently. <laughs> 
Uh, this is Jessica. I can't make it to see King Scott perform, so I was wondering if it will be recorded. You guys are great, thanks. Yes, it will be. And live streamed, right? If you want to throw a little okay. Facebook Live on there, I don't care. Uh, when you say it's going to be recorded, is it by us or is everybody that's invite everybody that shows up able to? Uh, no, no. Are, no. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, they're going to make it a point to say you cannot record it. Yeah, it, we will record it. Yeah. It's going to be as far as if you are a patron coming to watch Scott, it's going to be just like normal cabaret like, rules. Cabaret rules. Strip club rules. Yep, you will keep your phone away. Phone away, eyes closed. No, nope. that's not the, that's eyes not open. how it usually is. Yeah, you cannot record. We will record for you. And if you want it pressed on a DVD, that's going to cost a little extra. Right. But we will do it. But the full experience cannot be captured on camera. It can't. No, we Thank want you, you to be, hey, so pay attention. You're show up. Right, that's another thing. Yeah, you're going to miss Live it. Live in the now. Next. Uh, speaking of this particular punishment... Uh, doesn't say a name here. Just curious. Not sure if you've talked about this before. What happens if the punishment victim, in other words, the loser, actually decides to back out of said punishment? A.K.A. There's no way I can do this, guys. Good question. Uh, Hasn't happened yet. It has not happened yet, but we make sure that everybody agrees to what the punishment is prior to the competition starting. And, and I do believe there was at one point where we had a conversation that, and I don't know if it was just one specific punishment or not, but... If that person did not want to do it, wasn't it like like the default go back was forty eight hours locked in the studio? No, you're fired. <laughs> that, that, well, I don't you believe are that was not it. kidding when you're saying that. Look at the look on his face. I don't, I don't believe that was it, but I I can't remember what the punishment your, was. Your, con- your, your contracts will be voided. I think I think actually, to be honest with you, I think it was like wheel of piercings, and it was one of the piercings where Jeff was like, "I'm not getting that done." We're like, well, if it lands on it, then you could just sustain. But it was discussed prior. To, it was yeah, discussed that's what prior I'm saying. to. That's what I'm saying. So what if everybody agrees? I think the, 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 the emailer's question is, what if everybody agrees and then somebody loses and that somebody was hoping not to lose? They have to face the punishment and they say, I'm sorry, I just can't do this. We're I didn't all realize. gentlemen here. What, what I, does that I, mean? I would think that, you know, we've, we've made a gentlemanly agreement. Yeah, nobody everybody would, would, would. Everybody would stick to it, and the crap that person would receive. Yeah, not only from us, but from St. Louis as all. You might as well just quit. Listen, if there was any punishment for one person to back out of, it was the walk from downtown to here, and it was me. I would personally pay for a full page article, <laughs> a full page advertisement in the Post Dispatch, shaming you. Oh my goodness! I just got that's a good real or fake punishment. That's a, <laughs> a great full-page ad. but and, and the winner gets to pick what the full-page ad is of the loser. Yeah, but who's to say, like, the post is probably desperate for money. They'll right, take anything. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's just, what if it's just, it. it's just their face and their phone number? Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> for a good time. I'm sure the RFT would be down with that. But the post dispatch, I'm not sure. Let's not back out of anything, okay? <laughs> Listen, we all agree at the beginning. That's what I'm saying. We, we, yeah, all we all agree at the beginning. We all agree at the beginning to what the punishment is, and it's got to be unanimous. It can't be one whole that's not majority, it's unanimous. I was so in hopes you guys were going to say, ah, it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we never thought about this before. It's fine. Yeah. I no, won't think of something deal. else. No big deal. Next. 
<laughs> uh, listening to the podcast, we started talking about all the OFO bikes missing. Well, a couple, two, three weeks ago, I was at the scrapyard, and the scrap pile there was almost completely yellow from all the OFO bikes. Happy <laughs> birthday, Riz. You know, I'm glad you bring that up because, uh, speaking of the RFT, there was uh, an article, I think, posted yesterday. It says, in St. Louis, lime bikes can get sliced up like, well, limes. And there's a picture of a basically stripped lime bike next to next to a dumpster. I yeah. mean, the wheels are gone. Uh, is it up on blocks? It's on, it's on blocks. It yeah. might as well be up. Look at this thing. It might as well be up on blocks. I mean, it is. It is. It's like, is that a hanging stripped. out of a dumpster? Or what wow. Is no, it's just next to the dumpster. Half next, a wheel next to the dumpster. Okay. No, that's like the rim. Like that. It's like the the wheel protector. Oh, okay. On top. Yeah, the, 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 wheel, the wheel's gone, right? The wheel's gone. Yeah. The both wheels are gone. The, the bike is stripped. So lime bikes, you can still find those downtown. Those are the green bikes. Ofo, those were the yellow bikes, and that's the company that pulled out. Like, they pulled out of St. Louis. I think they're just now in San Diego, Seattle, and New York. Now, and I saw, not too long ago, in the back of a pickup truck going west on 44, an Ofo bike in the back of a pickup truck. I'm like, huh, curious. <laughs> Not how you're supposed to use that. Now, Ofo didn't take their bikes and just go home. Ofo donated hundreds of bikes to a, a charity called B-Works. The parent organization of St. Louis Bicycle Works, which runs free programs that let kids earn their own bikes while learning about bike safety and repair and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, sounds very cool. cool. Yeah, sounds really Except... Nice. Except uh, there are, like, hundreds of bikes missing. Like, the bikes that were supposed to go to the kids are gone. Because people stole them. Wow. Stealing kids' bikes. Stealing kids' bikes. It's pretty low. So 80s. I don't know, man. My kids had four bikes stolen past 10 years. Really? Oh, yeah. This is what the—in the RFT, they say— the locks are popped off, and the bodies are painted to hide whether it's an OFO or a lime bike. Oh, yeah. You see the picture of the one that was supposed to, supposed to be red? I mean, I don't know what the hell they put on this thing. It wasn't paint. You guys see that picture? No. no. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll find it and post it. I mean, they're, they're painting them real fast, real you know, just so they can hop on them and they're not green or yellow. Huh. Yeah. Earlier this month, the RFT reported that hundreds of bikes from the lime competitor OFO have gone missing. In the St. Louis area. Bikes meant to go to kids. My my favorite thing was when we would be driving downtown to the old studio and at, you know, 3.45 in the morning, there'd be eight guys riding line bikes. I'm like, why? Like, where are you going at 3.30 in the morning? Hey, and I, these are I like teens. I'm not talking like hey, men listen, in business they, suits going to the bank. legit did it, you know, it's a, what is it, a dollar a half hour? It's, well, a, great, yeah. it's a great price. It's the ones that are in the back of the trucks going west on 44 or the, or the ones that had the locks popped off and they're now whatever color. Again, bikes that are meant to go to little kids. Right. When you're, when you're damn low. When you're riding down Wentzville Parkway in a line bike, there's something that's... Uh-huh. I, I, got a, I got a few questions for you. Well, now they got the scooters. We'll see how we could ruin that. Uh, <laughs> dude, one of our buddies, a pers- somebody that we know, was riding one of those downtown. They were going to lunch and they fell. And they are, like, in some pain. Like, have to go to the doctor in some pain. Because mm. they just spilled right off of it. 
And they just, and I asked, I said, did somebody cut you off or did you hit something? And they go, nope, just wasn't paying attention. And all of a sudden, it went right out from underneath mm. them. Everybody I know that uh, tries those scooters has the same. Has the same. Well, they say it's awesome. Oh, yeah, they yeah. They say those, those electric scooters downtown are awesome. A lot of people are stoked on them, but I'm just saying a lot of people are posting their Instagram. Their injuries. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, like their, their Instagram knees injuries. stuffed up because they're trying to Steve-O on them. Uh, next. Uh, so this is a 22-year-old guy, and he's having uh, girl issues. Normally get to community college campus at like 6 in the morning, mentally prepared by listening to the show. Thank oh, you very thank much you. for that. So uh, this uh, this past January, he was at the school in the cafeteria on the first day of the semester, and all of a sudden this girl walks in, starts chatting him up. They hit it off, and they decided to uh, add each other to his social media. Weeks go by, and he doesn't see her, and she starts popping up in the DMs, very random moments. At first, conversations were normal. Everything is cool. Then all of a sudden, out of left field, she starts talking about how an ex once tried engaging in some serious borderline sexual activities while on campus. It even got to the point where she once messaged me, uh, and I decided to fake drunk text her as a way of getting her to leave me alone. Good boy, stop, stop for a I'm second. I'm so confused. I know. I'm what, so confused. The only thing I can think is this ex-boyfriend wanted to do stuff with her on campus. Okay. I think. I, basically, he started DMing with this girl, doesn't see her anymore. She keeps DMing him, and he wants to, to ghost her, basically. What should he do? Just, just stop saying, DMing I'm not interested. That's or, just, or just don't message <laughs> yeah. I don't think this is going to work out. Yeah, that's it. Just be a man or just go, stop texting me. He's hey, we're, we're he's good worried here. About, he's worried about being, quote, a giant douche. Well, if you don't really see you're more her. of a douche if you're leading her on. Yeah. And if you don't want to be around her, just tell her. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Especially if there's a touch of the crazy. You don't have to, you don't even have to ghost. <laughs> just say we're done. We're I guess we're done here. We're done here. Um. <laughs> In fact, write that. We're done here. <laughs> we're done here. All right, one more. Uh, Morning Boris podcast weirdo here. Been a long time. Just wanted to tell Riz how much uh, he enjoyed. This is David. Uh, enjoyed the appearance that you had on the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to hear two of my favorite radio hosts uh, just shooting the ish for an hour and a half. I encourage all Riz fans to check it out. I had heard a lot of the stories before, but there were some deep dives on a few of the subjects I hadn't heard from. Oh, yeah. I was invited on to uh, Tim McKernan, who's he's got a radio show. Uh, lovely guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, invited me on his podcast, and we we chopped it up for about an hour and a half. Talking uh-huh. shop, guys. Yeah. We talked some shop. St. Louis Radio and the uh, and the whatnot. So I mentioned all you guys. Oh, yeah. Notice how you just said I, I haven't got to that part yet. Oh, I mentioned all you jerks. <laughs> I haven't got to that part yet. Yeah, it was fun. It was nice. It was, he's, a, he's a easy guy to talk to. Yeah, he is. Sometimes you do those podcasts and yikes. It's tough when you when you get guested on a podcast and when you get there they're setting up a card table and trying to find a wire. No, for no, a we were in a professional studio. No, that's why I'm saying this is there? much better. What is that? Five ninety. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. They got some nice nice studios over there. Yeah, they do. Really nice, actually. Five ninety a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tim's a good guy, and I, I had a lovely conversation with the man. We had we had fun chatting it up. So I guess that's available now, huh? Yeah, yeah. I started listening to it yesterday. I got incredibly bored and I punched out. Thank you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. I get it. I'll, I'll listen to it. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Do you want to say something nice, Scott? Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. All right. Thanks. I know it's going to be terrific. <laughs> it's going to be just you, terrific, hey, boss. Hey, do you want to say something nice, Scott? <laughs> Now's the time. Go.
Welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Boy, this uh, Asia Argento. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, she has hit back on the claims that she, she uh, sexually assaulted a child actor named uh, Jimmy Bennett at age 17 in a statement that she sent to a journalist. She strongly denies anything that happened in the New York Times report that came out on Sunday. And I quote, I am deeply shocked and hurt having read the news that is absolutely false. Wait, you mean she doesn't want people to jump to conclusions and automatically find her guilty? Crazy. (laughs) I have never had any sexual relationship with Bennett. She says the two of them and she and he was seven. Wait, so she's asking people to to believe her denial? Crazy. (laughs) Wow. She said they had nothing but a friendship. And the article obviously went on, and she was she's one of the leading voices in the uh, hashtag MeToo movement, uh, one of the first actresses to accuse Harvey Weinstein of rape. And the article went on to say that she agreed to pay Bennett $300, er, $380,000 last year. The settlement reportedly from the, the May 2013 incident in L.A. in a hotel room where he claims she performed on him mm-hmm. and then had the intercourse as well. Well, he was underage, yes. Right, right, like a, a year before the age of consent there. Uh, two months past his 17th birthday. She says that $380,000 came from Anthony Bourdain, his idea to settle with Bennett, uh, this Bennett guy, whom she says was going through severe economic troubles. That would be Anthony Bourdain. She says that everybody saw or everybody thought that Bourdain had all this money, and he didn't, according to her. But according to her, he says, hey, look, we're just going to brush this under the under the carpet and get rid of it. Let's just write this check so that he doesn't get anybody in any trouble because this isn't true. In other words, it was just go away money, mm. according to her. Now, this Bennett guy was in financial trouble as well, and they're saying he was just looking for a payday. So she said that Anthony Bourdain was in, in financial trouble? She says that everybody believes, uh, here, here it is, was a man of uh, perceived wealth, and he had his own reputation as a beloved public figure to protect. And that, therefore, he this this Bennett guy asked originally for three and a half million dollars in damage, and uh, well, basically they, he said, "I can't afford that." I'll they give settled you this. on three hundred eighty thousand dollars. Even if this is the case, and even if this is a hundred percent true, isn't it still on her? Yeah, she's the one who did it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's still on her. Like, just because Anthony Bourdain was the one that was the financial backing of the settlement, this is still on her. So I don't see what the big deal is. About her coming out and saying, oh, well, this is Bourdain and it was his idea. It doesn't matter. You did it and it's still you. And she didn't do it according to her. So why wouldn't she say, Anthony, you don't have all this money everybody thinks you have. Let's just, let's fight this. And here's the other thing. She says none of this happened, right? And remember yesterday when we talked about it, part of the settlement was that she got copyright to this picture of her topless in bed with this Bennett guy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. TMZ says that they've seen the photo. So if she didn't get in bed with him naked, why would that photo be even in existence? Is TMZ lying? Doubt it. Hmm, I don't know. The whole they thing is shady. TMZ has claimed to have seen it, so we'll see. Uh, Madonna talked about how she was heavily criticized to her tribute to herself, I mean to Aretha Franklin at the <laughs> VMAs, because it was mostly about Madonna, if you remember this. Yeah, here's a little piece of a Madonna's tribute to Aretha Franklin. Louise Franklin changed the course of my life. I left Detroit 
when I was 18. $35 in my pocket. My dream was to make it as a professional dancer. After years of struggling and being broke, I decided to go to auditions for musical theater. I heard the pay was better. And she goes on and on and on about I had no training. About herself. Yes, and you can see... <laughs> It's up on the blog today. You can see a transcript of her speech, and they have in red what is about Aretha and green about Madonna, and there's like four lines. There's like four sentences about Aretha. About Aretha Franklin, yeah. and the rest is just but, about Madonna. But she goes on to say, I was asked to present video of the year by MTV. Then they asked me to share any anecdotes I had in my career connected to Aretha Franklin. In other words, she's saying, I did what I was supposed to do. They told me to talk about how she affected my life, and that's what I did. And then she ended her tweet with, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. All right. right. Well, well I, I just want to know what she was wearing. Yeah, there's the explanation we need is what you wear. And uh, speaking of Aretha Franklin, uh, real quickly here, uh, Tia, uh, guess, just, just guess for a second who her will and her trust she left all her money to. According to the D D Detroit Free Press, who her will and her trust. Uh, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, Aretha Franklin. Sorry. She left it to Madonna, which is crazy. It's not. <laughs> no. Nothing because neither a will or a trust was set up. And by the wow, way, she, she didn't have like her affairs all set up like that. Nothing at all. Knowing she, she was in, in ill health. And by the way, knowing she left an estate behind worth about $80 million. So, but she got kids though. Yeah, she got four of them. They all tore hamstrings going to court. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. oh they've, they filed documents yesterday. 63 year old Clarence Edward, who's 61, Ted, who's 54, and then Keycalf, the mistake at 48. Uh, <laughs> Sabrina Owens, who I guess represents the estate, asked the court to, or I'm sorry, asked the court to appoint her as the uh, as as the uh, executor. Yeah, well, with that much and money, and that's her niece. So we with shall that see. Much money. Yeah. It looked behind you uh, on the big screen. There's the picture of uh, Asia Argento and the boy. It doesn't look like anything's going on there. Yeah, it, it, it so doesn't look she like they just has, had sex. She's probably got a tube top on. She's not <laughs> topless. There's no way. <laughs> look at that picture. Unbelievable. Do you, th this, got, this is text. I don't know who this is. The the the, the gray is sex her. Hair. The gray is her here in these texts, and the blue is I don't know who that is. But she says you can see my boobs. That's all. It doesn't mean ish. He's standing up. Um, if I lose my job over this, I will move to Africa. Africa to the Amazon forest. I mean, wow. she. I mean, she's. I mean, all in. Wow. Then she says this. She says. Uh, uh, this was all done on Snapchat. All the chat and everything disappeared. I didn't report any of this because I felt bad for this Hollywood failed child actor, a casualty of the machine, all of his parents. Wow. That doesn't like that, that doesn't look no. like sex hair. Huh, that's huh? absolutely fine. No. It was probably in at the time, like the spiky look, you know, that just had sex look, you know, but it's not. No, not that picture. Speaking of people wanting your money, Jermaine Jackson is getting married to Made Velasquez. They started seeing each other right after Jermaine got divorced in 2016 over his now ex-wife domestic violence arrest. The wife got arrested for domestic violence. Beating up Jermaine? Yeah. Jermaine dropped, which is great for his reputation, Jermaine dropped the bombshell after performance in Spain with his brothers Jackie, who's 67, Tito, who's 64, and Marlon Wayans, who's, or Jackson, who's 61. <laughs> They're on tour in honor of their 50th anniversary. People wonder what Paris Jackson feels about the news. Why do we care what she cares about? Because Uncle Jermaine is 63. 
Paris is 20. Paris's soon-to-be new aunt is 23 years yeah. old, 40 years younger. Get than. it, Jermaine. My gosh. Golf clap for that guy. Uh, not great news here. That's for you, Jermaine. Jason, she's from Illinois? Uh, is that right? Uh, somewhere yes. close. I, think, I believe somewhere Granite close. City. Back right? in the no, day, no, she no, was no. a... What's her name again? Gretchen, Gretchen Wilson. Gretchen Wilson. Wilson. It's something with an S. It's uh, Pocahontas, Illinois. She's a country music star, and I know when she first made it big, she was big into like she was a female country music star that dipped. You know why I thought S, and I I swear to God, I was thinking Sacagawea, but I Pocahontas is is correct. (laughs) She's got she's actually got a, a song called Skull Ring. Yeah, because she because she actually used to, or at least she used to be a dipper. I know that. Uh, well, so she's got a great picture of her on the news right now, looking like she dropped something, and that's her mugshot. Oh no! She was arrested at Bradley International Airport in Windsor Locks, and this happened yesterday. Troopers said there was a minor disturbance on an incoming flight to Bradley. Uh, the state police there were dispatched around seven o'clock. Where's to Windsor the Locks? I don't know. And while conducting an interview with the 45-year-old, they said she became belligerent. So they arrested her, huh? Yeah, they arrested her. And it did, it, Connecticut. It's pretty new, but uh, her bond was $1,000. Not even sure if she bonded out. She was arrested and charged with breach of peace. Yeah, I don't know if that's She don't look so great in her mugshot. Yeah. Looks like she dropped something. Yeah. You know, uh, she is one of those gals good for, for good or bad. She's I mean, got a great voice. Yeah, great voice. And, and she was, you know... Hotness and, and all that in the '90s or whenever that was, and that, that uh, redneck woman song is a jam. Yeah, but she has one of those faces that, if she doesn't do it up or something, like she can go anywhere and you wouldn't recognize her. Even yeah. if she was the biggest star on earth, she just has like a blendable An everyday face. Face, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and no, I don't even mean everyday as in like not attractive. She no. just can blend in wherever she wants to go, and um, it's unfortunate. She Gretchen looks Wilson like- did a a cover of of. Hearts Barracuda. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember with, that. Uh, with uh, with Jerry Hart, Cantrell. Right? I think it was a star. Jerry Cantrell from Allison Chains. I think got some audio from it. Yeah, it's Allison Chains and Gretchen Wilson. She looks great here. She's beautiful. She just looks like she's had a little trouble. I love her voice. She crushes this too. You know what's funny is I I think another reason why she's so attractive and and I think Jeff we've talked about people like this before she looks attainable yeah like she she isn't somebody that when you see her you go up she's out of my league right yeah I, don't I agree know if that's a compliment man no it totally is I it think is, he's kind of saying the same thing you did but just in a different vein she's right. an everyday good looking female. I'm saying she's that, not yeah. like she's you know, not she I doesn't go overly every day. Uh, she doesn't go overly done up. She's not like, hey, I'm walking out here with my boobs out and these, you know, super tight pants and I'm doing fanciness and all this. She looks like she could be your smoking hot next door neighbor. 
Yeah, I want her to move next door. <laughs> Man, isn't it weird though? 2007, you're like, that's not that long ago. And then you piece it together after you go, a few that's seconds. 11 years ago. Damn, yo. That's a long time ago. A different human in 2007. And finally, do you guys remember the name Max Lomas? L O M A S. Max Lomas. He was in the news a couple, two, three years ago. He found a dead body. Max Lomas. Who was Max Lomas? He was a close friend of Bobby Christina Brown and her boyfriend, Nick Gordon. He apparently was in the massive drug world with those two back oh, in the day. Oh, he found body. Right. right, and okay. he has been a dealer over the years. How's he doing? Uh, Xanax and the live. And I, like I was about to say, I believe he was the one who actually found her body in the bathtub. What's up with Max? Uh, he's dead. He was found okay. last week unresponsive on the bathroom floor with a syringe near his body. And he Man. is no longer with us. Do they say he was uh, her drug dealer, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd, been, he'd had a horrible past as far as being arrested and, and shook down and stuff many, many times with drugs and the apparent appearance of dealing as well. Uh, your crappy birthdays, James Corden is 40. Howie D of the Backstreet Boys is 45. Kristen Wiig, 45. Giada De Laurentiis. Oh, what a mm-hmm. melon on her. She is 48. <laughs> she, what a huge head. Yep. Huge head, huge boobs, yep. tiny body. Yeah. I believe her ex-husband is a St. Louis guy, Todd. You know too much about her. Todd. I'm a fan, Todd. <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, Ty Burrell, Phil on uh, Modern Family is 51. Tori Amos is 55. Uh, Bill Parcells, big tuna, NFL coach, former NFL coach, is 77. And today's Burton birthday of the day. She was on the Mary Tyler Moore show on Rhoda. And back in 2013, diagnosed with inoperable brain cancer and was given oh, three months wow. to live. Today, she turned 79 years old. Her name is... Valerie Harper. Valerie Harper, seventy nine years young. Although you today. haven't you haven't really seen her out and about. No, you haven't. Recently, Todd Thompson is a St. Louis guy. It doesn't say where he was born. It says when he was born, but not where. So far, huh. uh, Todd. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Tessa Taylor. Today's birthday girl has been torn apart quicker than a toddler's presence on their birthday, and she's shown that work in ninety two fine films, including Riding the Flying Pink Pig. Don't tell daddy you like my big boobies. Face wash. Oh, no. That's. Asmazons. <laughs> old enough to be their mothers. And who can forget her unforgettable role in Hot Damn? That's a big one. Oh. Tessa Taylor, 28 years old. That is your what porno. What does she look like? I don't, I don't know. Did you know face Two wash is names. still in print? Oh, that is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday. And that is your crap on celebrities. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> Uh, that can't be her. Tessa Taylor, huh? Let's see, see here. Like. Got her there with her. Okay, there she is. <laughs> I don't know if I really like putting these pictures up there. Let's I typed in face wash and I got some from, from Olay. Deep cleansing. Oh, she's not huge. No, it, it was hot damn, that's a big one. Oh. Not she's oh, no, a big okay, one. Okay, okay. She looks pleasant. Oh, she looks nice. Yeah. Nice girl. Daddy's disappointed, though. Sure. Welcome back. 
All right, some uh, events to tell you about. Tomorrow, myself and Jeff Burton, Hot Shots in Webster Grove starting at 6 o'clock. Join us for dinner. Have one of them there, Weirdo Burgers. Get yourself a uh, Budweiser product for uh, $10.57. $5 goes to the Wonderland Camp. That's not just tomorrow, but that's uh, throughout the month of August at all area Hot Shots locations. Also, your chance to win some, some great prizes just by participating in the Bud and Burgers promotion. That'll be fun. Last time, it was a great time, so. Well, tomorrow, there's going to be an eating contest, a Weirdo Burger eating contest. That is the thing that I remember the most from last yes. time. Yes. Uh, Friday is a King Scott's Punishment over at Scarlet's Cabaret. That is in Washington Park, Illinois. Event starts at 5 o'clock. Saturday, Patrico at Prestige Pools. Where is that? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Great. Good times. That's starting at uh, 10 a.m. Uh, also on Saturday, Jeff at Metro PCS in St. Anne from noon to 2. On Watson. On Watson. Saturday, join myself and Patrico at the racetrack, Gateway Motorsports Park, for the Rumble with Riz prior to the IndyCar race. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for that. That's from 3 to 5. Get your tickets via our website, 1057thepoint.com. And as you heard uh, just before Sunday, Jeff Burton at Travers RV from noon to 2. That is in Eureka. I think it was Saturday before. It's, uh, yeah, Sunday. It's Sunday. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So there was a double shooting near the Grand Metrolink station last night. This was in the 3500 block of Scott just before 630. It all started with a fight at a nearby Chipotle. And that's the Chipotle that, that's in the building that looks like the spaceship. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's they used to be Del Taco, right? Yes. Yes, it used to be the Del Taco. Oh, it's good food there, man. Oh, back in the day. Oof. Drove past it, never been in it. Oh, man. I went once in my entire never life. Never been to Del Taco. That was the place back in the day when you were coming home from a night out. That's just, that was a great place to stop because the food was that really Del good. That Del Taco? Yeah, the, the circle one. The, the food was really good, and that's where everybody went on the way home. So it made the ambiance right. even more fun. So there, there was a fight at the Chipotle. The fight continued as uh, some guys made their way to a bus stop right near that Metrolink station. A guy in his 30s was shot in the face. Wow. Conscious breathing when cops got to the scene. Apparently, he was one of the guys involved in the fight. Another guy was shot in the chest, and I'm not sure if he was involved or not, but he wound up dying. The shooter ran off. Wow. That's crazy. And we don't know if he was the guy that died was involved. It might have just been a... Could have been a random. I'm around. Yep. What are you fighting for at the Chipotle? What could you possibly be fighting about? And what are somebody f- dissed? And what are you fighting so much about that there's, you know... Well, that sh- goes without saying. Shots being fired. But the fact that it started at the Chipotle, a place of peace. <laughs> <laughs> I do always remember them saying that, guys, this is Chipotle, a place of peace. It's supposed to be a safe zone. Yes. Yeah. It's cheese and meat in several different uh, forms and, and Guacamole is extra, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, William Asher, 69 years old. From Alton, he was one of the people killed when the duck boat sank at Table Rock Lake on July 19th. He was on a 14-day vacation in Branson with his girlfriend Rose, who who also died in the accident. Oh, this is the couple that like to like do the plays and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Well, William's daughter Jennifer is now suing 
the parent company, Ripley Entertainment Incorporated. And I, I meant to look this up uh, before we get on the air, but are, are the duck boats running? Right. I cannot imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine they are. I didn't think so. I cannot imagine those are running now. And you know which company I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, so now, I, I don't think so, because if you go to their website, it's just a <clears throat> like a statement from the company that says, we want to thank all those who have joined us in offering prayers and support to our guest families and employees who were affected by the accident. Um, this is a time of reflection and resemblance. We continue to offer to pay all related medical bills and funeral expenses and to help with any travel and accommodations that will help with the families in this time of need. Interested family members should contact so-and-so. With faith and hope, we continue to ask your prayers and support. Be with families as they go through there's the There's no, like, process. schedule there's or no anything. There's no schedule. There's or... not. Like, that is literally, there's nowhere I can click to go somewhere else. I mean, it is just that. Well, the family is looking for compensatory damages in excess of $75,000, negligence, wrongful death, negligent inflection of uh, infliction of emotional distress, intentional infliction of emo- I mean, it's a whole whole thing. It's a long list. Yeah. They say the duck boats caused, quote, numerous fatalities and injuries for almost 20 years due to dangerous design of the canopy. That's just saying the big thing is that canopy was on. Mm-hmm. That if it did go down, nobody would get out. They were trapped. Do, this has been around for a long time, right? Is this the worst of all of their tragedies? I mean, I know they've been. They've there had, have been accidents, yeah. not not just in Branson, but right. in other places. Yeah. Which I didn't realize they were. I didn't even realize they were in other places. You would think this one would be the worst. Yeah. Otherwise, something I would, would think so. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, something with some specifics would spring to mind. There was one in Massachusetts. This this not this bad though. Yeah, no. Like in the in the water, like a water accident. Yeah, look it up. The lawsuit also cites the duck boat's quote lack of safety training and or procedures for its employees and lack of safety training and or procedures to its passengers. And this is going to go to trial, and it's going to happen in the Western District of Missouri. You see anything? Um, is it this from uh, 2016? Uh, 29-year-old woman killed in duck boat crash. Oh, was it out on the street? It doesn't say where, like, where the boat was. Yeah, I know somebody died recently. Like, 2016 recently? I mean, that's pretty recent. That was on a car accident, though, on the road? I don't know. I I don't know. It certainly changes. It says fatal crash. Yeah, there's a history with those things. Not as bad as this, though. This was, I mean, absolute horror. Yeah, this is obviously the worst. Uh, Bristol Elementary in Webster Groves got a threatening phone call yesterday morning. I think they sent us right before uh, lunchtime from a guy left a message. So now, as a precaution, police have stationed extra officers outside of all the schools in the district. All kids will be kept inside during school hours, and police in Webster Groves and Rock Hill are investigating and will be at every school in the district for at least the rest of the week. Now, they're not going into specifics as as to what this guy said on the phone. Yeah, that was my question. I mean, what what causes you to go all out like this? I mean, who, who knows? I mean, it, 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 it was, wasn't enough to, to clear the school. Yeah. Just just put extra security or whatever there. So the Webster, uh, Webster Grove School District released a statement yesterday saying, late this morning, we received an anonymous threatening telephone call at the Bristol School. 
And by the way, so the kids are going to be kept inside today, too. So it was yesterday and today. Hmm. The motive for the message wasn't clear, but our district and law enforcement officials are taking it seriously. We immediately brought staff and students and all schools inside. And they also said they plan to continue to have a police presence through the week at our schools if it's deemed appropriate. Kenny Beasley was the mayor of South Roxana, Illinois. He did uh, four terms. Well, he died back in 2016, and uh, his widow, Deborah, is not in the best of shape, and that's thanks to two grandsons who are now in jail on suspicion of drug possession and elderly abuse. Wow. And the mugshots, oof. Uh, one, is, one is probably mugshot of the year, or at least crying mugshot of the year. Oh, yeah. You see this? Mm-mm. I'll pull it up. Last name was? Beasley. Beasley. Well, back on August 18th, cops were called out to Deborah's house, the widow, because of a heroin overdose. The person who overdosed was a friend of Brendan and Bryce Reeder, the grandsons. Brendan had an order of protection preventing him from being at the house. Can you imagine what he did? That there's an order of protection where you can't go to grandma's house? God, what a monster. Jeez. Look at the, look at the mug shots. It's, <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, of course. One looks like Daniel John's, like 1995, and the other one is full-blown crying. Mm-hmm. I mean, sobbing. <laughs> I'm crying. I didn't mean to do it, Grandma. So, yeah, Brendan had an order of protection, so he couldn't be at the house. Bryce had been given a trespass warning for returning to the house earlier that day. The two weren't at the house when the overdose happened. So they took the friend away to get treatment, whatever. Right. Later that night, officers performed a, a welfare check on the house. Both grandsons found inside. They were taken into custody. Apparently, the house was a disaster. And investigators found that the two had failed to provide food and nourishment to the grandmother on multiple occasions and had allowed the house to become unsafe and unhealthy. So when that kind of stuff happens, let's say it happens and there's a three-year-old. They take the kid, Child Protective Services. They took the grandma. And that's what I'm saying. Where? I mean, not specifically, but like, you know... How do they take care of? What do you do with the that person? Yeah. Well, they have like old age assisted homes, assisted living, okay, retirement communities. I don't know about you guys, like but yeah, you ever seen a price sucks. tag for those? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm I mean, sure you they put your place assisted. into state state custody. Okay, so the state maybe state assisted, yeah, and they say because of safety concerns that this poor woman and the and the the house was in disrepair, she was taken away. Have you noticed a lot of? A lot of old age homes being put up around town. There are a lot. Big business, man. Really? Baby boomers are going in. That's what I'm saying. Baby boomers, it's big business. Uh, they've been saving Social Security. You got retirement and all that, and it is a, a lovely drain. And I'm not and I'm not crapping on all of them. Some of them are, you know, good good joints. But you're going to pay a pretty penny. Yeah, there are a lot of them going up all over the area. Yeah. Almost every piece of big new construction is an old age home. You know what? Yeah, Eureka has got what? Remember seeing the sign? Was it ten thousand, eleven thousand people? We have, and it's a pretty small 
you know, square foot is square mileage. There's at least three old folks' homes in Eureka. At hmm. least. That I can think of right now, off the top of my head, at least three. Really? Four. Four, now that I give it more time. Yeah, and those are the ones off the big roads. There's a few that are... And I mean, we can, we can't keep a, a mom and pop restaurant open, but we got a place for your grandma and grandpa for you. Yep. No problem. Yeah. Come to Eureka and stay forever. It's also where our culture is kind of, you know, some house up three generations and that's the standard in one household. We don't really do that so much. Yeah, we ship the old folks off to the home. <laughs> They'll think they're on vacation eventually. Oh, boy. My grandma did not. Oh no! My grandpa was uh, sent to a uh, sent to a sent to a facility. Thought he was on vacation. Loved it. Well, that's that's a that's a good story, Riz. We we always used to, I don't hear that very often. We always used to joke that like my grandpa, whenever he'd have to go to the hospital or things like that, he he went and he loved it because you know somebody once my grandma died, there was nobody there to take care of him, so he loved it. And then when it was that time. They got him, like, there was, like, these apartments that were built at Del Mar Gardens where it was, like, somebody would stop mm-hmm. by and go, hey, did you take your medicine? Or, like, hey, we're going down to eat. But, like, that was it. And he, I mean, loved it. He was doing things that I never have seen my grandpa do ever. He was, like, going to, like, dance classes and oh, swimming bingo. and, like, I mean. Wow. I might also say that That's my grandfather cool. was caught putting a, a dog in a washing machine once. Okay. So. <laughs> Again, vacation you for wash. your family. You can, you can hand wash those. <laughs> We've got a lot of people in the chat room and on social media that said that they were in Branson like this week or the week prior and the boats are just parked. Yeah, parked. I, I would imagine. And Scott sent over a story, uh, King Scott, that in 1999, there was 14 people that were killed in a... Uh, you know, and I saw that accident. article, and I think I still have it here, and there's many instances, but what the what the article is calling them, they're calling them duck boats. So I don't know if it's the same company or not, or if this article, the Springfield News leader did this, Arkansas 1999, 13 people die in a, a duck boat. Yeah, well, a duck sang. boat is the kind of boat. Right. I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not, it's what not I'm same, saying, it's, it's not, not the same. The same I'm saying it's not the same company, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it also, and a, mo- the- a motorcyclist was hit by one of these while it was still on the road, but they're calling it a duck boat. You know, yeah. And that's, not, and that's a traffic accident. That, right. You know, that, uh, and I'm not defending the company here, but- Talking 1999, 2018, more planes have crashed in that in that time, and and people aren't losing their heads. Yeah, I mean you're right. Here's one in Ontario, Canada, in 02, a custom built pickup truck converted to a duck boat. You know that's not the same company, but but it's just they, duck boats, right? They could get the bad reputation from it. Or why this from those. this really sucks, and uh, I. I watched the story on this couple, uh, a couple from Fenton, uh, John and Amanda Soul. They own and operate St. Louis Concrete and Landscaping. And while they were out of town, I think they were on vacation, uh, their business was basically destroyed. Two trucks and trailers were stolen with most of their equipment inside. And they think that some former employees were responsible. Like, all their stuff is gone. It's got to be. It's got to be an inside job. When stuff like that happens, it's got because of they think perfect it was an inside timing, job. Perfect timing from some douchebags that they had fired. And think about a company like this. And tones, you would know this too. Is that so much so much equipment is sitting outside. You know, like a big mixer and a dump truck mm-hmm. and things. Well, like without that. this equipment, I mean, there is no. Yeah. You can't work. Right. You cannot work. Police are investigating. Uh, they're asking for people to keep an eye out for their trucks. So that's a St. Louis Concrete and Landscaping. 
It was a horrible story. Oh, man. And think about, and this is a couple, this is their small business or business, business. And they just went on vacation and probably dropped some good cash, come back, and no way to, to, to start. Yeah, mom and pop thing. Oh, probably man. saved up, went on vacation. I don't know oh, if they yeah. have kids or not, but you come back and your, your business is destroyed. Yeah. I can't imagine. I, I, I know that, you know, my dad has, especially when we, before they moved out to Wentzville, uh, he he had some things taken from the back of his truck, you know, and, and it cripples him. I mean, it oh, really yeah. does. Yeah, I mean, that's that's their livelihood. They're tools. He can't say, well, you know, it's their fault. They got to lock that stuff up. No, they stole the trucks and the trailer. I mean, their stuff was locked up. So if you see, if you're out on the road stand, you see a St. Louis concrete and landscaping truck, are you calling the cops immediately? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I am. Guys, finally a nice story. I don't believe a you. A nice local story. I you ready? I don't believe you. A nice, good story from around town, around these parts. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> Care to whittle? <laughs> this is out of uh, Madison, Illinois, which will be in Madison on uh, on Saturday over the race. Yeah. It's where the racetrack is. Around midnight on Tuesday, a guy was flagged down by a woman near his house on College Street near State Park Place, the woman was having some car issues. So, being the good guy, he got the woman's car running again and said, you know what, I'm going to follow you back to wherever you're going just to make sure you get, you know, with this car in this condition, make sure you get where you're going safely. So, on the way, the woman picked up another guy, and when the car had problems again, uh, the guy pulled a gun on the Good and Samaritan and, and stole all his money. All right. So it was a setup. I don't know if it was. That sounds like that. Yeah. But he and the woman then drove away. So. It was, I was at a young age when I was. Yay for helping people. When I was first started <laughs> driving that, uh, I don't know if it was my parents or if it was somebody else's parent, but they said, if somebody is on the side of the road and they're flagging you down for help. Jeff will stop. Don't worry. Just call. Don't worry. Jeff's got it. You know what? And it's funny you guys say that. And I almost brought this up yesterday. Two or yeah, yesterday, yeah. So two days ago, I went for a run and it was and it rained, right? It was on Monday, I guess it was. About just under two miles into the run, it just started pouring. So I turned around, went back to my car. By the time I got in my car and started pulling away from the park, it was raining even harder, and there was a single female running still, just mm-hmm. running in the rain. And you could tell she was like, "Oh, I got to get back to my car, whatever." And I, you know, I just went past her. I was like, "Wow, that really sucks to be caught in the rain." Looked in my rearview mirror, and somebody pulled over, and I saw a conversation happen. And she ran around and got in the other side of the vehicle and drove off with the guy. I mean, was it somebody she knew? I don't think so because I saw her deep in the trails, and then she was back out. Like, and did going, you go? Oh, I wanted to give her a ride. Yeah, I was like, "Come on, man. <laughs> I'm telling." Hey, but oh, was, I wanted to give her a ride. I could oh, be whoa. wrong, but it it looked like to me it was clearly a stranger. And she jumped in the, I think it was a truck, now that I think about it, because of the pouring rain. I don't know if that was a good decision or not. I hope she's okay. Yeah, me too. Hey, yesterday uh, we talked about it being the one-year anniversary of the, uh, you know, the big eclipse. And, you know, we were in the path of totality. One year ago yesterday. And Channel 4 did a story about a guy from Franklin County who's still having vision problems, because guess what? He looked at it. He looked at the eclipse directly, no glasses. 
<laughs> the guy's name, uh, name is uh, David Marchbanks, and he said that uh, he had the eclipse glasses. They were on his forehead, and he forgot to put them on when he looked at the eclipse. What? you got to be kidding me. He was in his backyard. He was all, you know, he was all excited. Forgot to put the glasses down. And he's still having problems with distortion, glare, and spots. His left eye is lighter than the right one, and he says it's lazy. And he knew he was in trouble when he went to renew his driver's license a couple months ago. And he couldn't see line one with his left eye. I guess they do the eye exam. That's just an E, isn't it? Shh, don't tell him. Usually it's Usually one giant three. letter. It's just a big giant E. He's like, all right, sir, read line one. He goes, square. They go, you have terrible vision. <laughs> Is that a vision. bowl of spaghetti? <laughs> So he used to have 20-25 vision, and now he's got 2400 vision. And here's the thing. Doctors are recommending eye surgery, but that's giving him only a 50% chance of success. You got to be kidding me. I guess you got to do it, right? But was it worth it? I mean, you got a 50-50 He's not sure he's going to do it. I get, I, I'm thinking I probably would, depending on what the downtime is and... I mean, eye surgery is, that's a tough recovery. Right. I'm just saying, I mean, at least it gives him a 50-50 shot or else he's living like this the rest of his life. And it's not like he was one of these guys that went, oh, I don't need to. He had them. He just forgot. Line one is certainly on the Shellen eye chart or whatever. Is just a giant E. And I think this is suggesting that good vision will be able to see that within 200 feet. That's a hard one to miss. Yeah, I said line one with his left eye. He could not see it. Damn, what a bummer. Yeah. Yikes, man. So one year ago today, I mean, we were... Path of totality. One year ago yesterday. The guy's still suffering from looking at it. I saw in the news yesterday, they talked to some of like the small shop, the mom and pop shop owners in DeSoto, where it was like the longest path of totality or whatever it was. And they said that from here on out, like... They're like, this is going to hurt business because now we have to look at last year's sales when there was all these people, and now compared to this year's sales where there's like nobody. Well, now it's back to normal. Yeah. There's a little dip in business the next yeah. year. I mean, I said, dude, I have about 75 boxes of Path of Totality t-shirts in my <laughs> Yeah, save them. If you got those glasses still, save them. You guys come camping with me? I got the Path of Totality t-shirts in my garage. Come camping with me, man. Not, not a single chance. <laughs> Would you guys ever do that? No. What? Not with you. Go out to <laughs> go out to Carbondale, you know, where where it's going to be, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, like travel path, for the eclipse? Yeah. Well, I mean, I well, I'm not talking travel. That's not that far. No, I, I already saw it. It was awesome. And I saw yeah, but you it. But you didn't. You didn't. You weren't completely you didn't see in this the one. Path. Oh, get out of here, Riz. You enjoyed it? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it, too. If I asked I you the same really question cool. a week afterwards, you'd be like, it's, yeah, that was pretty rad. Carbondale. It's a good spot, it's man. really not that far. Is there a Chili's? Are we going to miss work no, because of this? Is. Are we going to miss some work because of this? <laughs> yeah, he's getting. He's giving us a day off if we can convince him. What's what the we, date? What's the date? What it's like RV April 8th, 2024. What yeah. if we RV it? Oh, broadcast from, the, broadcast from the RV. That would be awesome. We lay up on the roof. All right, if we RV it. Book the RV. Let's set this in motion. That's a Wednesday, so that means you're taking off probably the 23rd, the 24th, and the 25th. You mean we. He ain't going to allow that. It's a one-day thing. 2024. Well, good luck. He said he's going to go camping. He wants to. He's going to make go a whole camp thing overnight. Of it. Well, yeah, for the for the day. I mean, for for you know, for a night and a day. And you know, it got it'd be just guys, right? Just yeah. hanging out, just guys. Yeah, shirts optional. What? 
<laughs> Just the guys. Kevin. What, 2024? Yeah. Is it gonna be is it gonna be wheelchair accessible for me by then? <laughs> oh man. Get my oxygen tank, Scott. <laughs> Carbondale, Jeff. Carbondale. Dale who? You're in you're in Carbondale. Who? <laughs> it's nighttime already. <laughs> Dale's my grandson. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> uh, oh, I, know. I remember 2017, you guys. Were you around for that? Yes, Jeff, we were. <laughs> Pseudo show. Hey, don't forget about uh, Team Riz and signing up for Team Riz. Walking for the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, walking or running that 5K. That'll be September 23rd at Forest Park. Sign up. Join Team Riz at 1057thepoint.com slash purple stride. What is the deadline to raise at least 50? I think it's, it's coming up not and not too long. So you raise at least minimum $50. I got I got to do that. I got to sign up. $50 and get that premium Team Riz t-shirt. Uh, September 9th. Yeah, so it's coming up. Raise at least 50 bucks, get that premium Team Riz t-shirt. Purple Stride, Sunday, September 23rd, Forest Park. All to benefit the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. Every year we do this, it gets bigger and bigger, the event. Yep. I think when when we started going to the Purple Stride event, I mean, just a, just a couple hundred people. I mean, a couple thousand. I think people before there last we started time. with the team, there was only four people signed up to to the entire race. But now that's because it. of us, that's it. They, you know, it's gotten bigger when it's a big event anyway, and it's noticeably bigger the next year. Yeah, you know what I mean. I love it. Yeah, I do too. I love it. I love that team team race picture we take every year. Mm-hmm. Yep. So 1057thepoint.com slash Purple Stride. Uh, the body of a uh, missing Iowa college student, Molly Tibbetts, was found yesterday. And a 24-year-old guy from Mexico who was here in the States illegally has been charged with first-degree murder. This guy, Christian Rivera, led investigators to Molly's body, which is about 12 miles from Brooklyn, Iowa, where she was last seen. He confessed to murdering her. He said he kidnapped her while she was running. He killed her. And dumped her body in a cornfield. Jesus. I'm not sure if they're saying this is just a random thing or he targeted her. But a 20-year-old Molly had been missing since July 18th. And Christian Rivera had been in the States illegally for about four years. I think the cops had their, had their eye on him. Did they? And uh, they finally got the body, got the confession yesterday. According to this uh, cybersecurity company called Risk IQ, you check out these stats. Hackers can cost the global economy $1.14 million every minute. Every minute. And they showed the, the, the analysis on some, some infographic called the Evil Internet Minute. 
And during that minute, 1,861 people become victims of hacking. Every minute. Last year alone, hackers cost a global economy $600 billion. Jesus. And this is in spite of businesses spending $171,000 a minute to try to keep their information more secure. The hackers continue to be more successful. And the Risk IQ CEO says businesses must realize that they are vulnerable beyond the firewall, all the way across the open internet. So $1.14 million every minute. Damn. Pretty startling to hear that. I'm not uh, not sure exactly what my technique would be if I became a burglar. <laughs> But I'm pretty. Am I going to be a ski mask guy? Well, if you're in a if you're a sitcom burglar, you have to wear an all black and it has to be a turtleneck <laughs> and a black stocking hat. And am I going to ridiculous go, music following? Yeah. Am I going to go like pantyhose? <laughs> am I going to put all the loot in a bag with a dollar sign on? Presidents, it? you got to go president masks. Mm. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't waste time like this guy. By the way, if, if if you know if I was robbing a place, but a guy broke into a restaurant in New York City last month, and the security cameras caught him stripping down naked. Before stealing about 600 bucks from the cash register, stole an iPad, stole a cordless phone, why, and a credit card. <laughs> but then, guys, it got, it got extra weird. Because before he ran out of the restaurant, he put his clothes back on. Okay. And the cops aren't sure why the guy got naked, but here, here are some theories. One, he was like binge-watching old CSI Episodes and was worried about leaving fabric fibers yeah. at the crime scene. Yeah. Or it could be some fetish thing. It's always some kind of fetish thing. Right, he's a naked robber. Anyway, the cops are trying to track him down. And he's completely naked. All right. <laughs> there we go. Maybe he's like one of those guys that has to strip completely naked when they go number two in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> could be. There is that out there. I'm not sure if this is a great excuse to try to get out of a speeding ticket, but it's probably, I mean, honest one. A woman was pulled over on Interstate 35 in Madison City, uh, Iowa. I'm sorry, Mason City, Iowa. For uh, She was doing 137. It's a little quick. 137 miles an hour. She was in a Ferrari a Spider that she had rented. Oh, I almost got one of those. And her excuse was she didn't realize she was doing 137. She thought she was only doing 100. <laughs> so it's that five miles an hour, that 55 miles an hour over the speed limit. That's that kind of that great uh -huh. guy, right? Yeah. Which, which of course, would still be extremely illegal. And guys, she's looking at a fine of uh, 335 bucks, which seems kind of low, all things considered. Yeah. I thought they'd take your car, like, would impound your car for that. Yeah. I thought so, too. That's what I, thought, I would think. I thought you get uh, a I thought it's exhibition of speed. Wrapped in cuffs. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All the, uh, the online challenges we've seen recently have been very dangerous and, and, and stupid. You know, like the, like the hot water challenge or... The condom snorting. How about that in my feelings challenge where kids are jumping out of moving cars? That's real fun. Have we seen that times, one? Yeah. Say what? It's called the in my feelings challenge. It's a Drake song, isn't it? Yeah. Where people get out of their moving car and dance next to it. It's all Drake's fault. I, I everything is Drake's fault. Yeah. Well, that in Mortal Kombat. 
You remember the 90s. So I guess it's nice to see one that's like kind, like a kind, instead of pointless and potentially fatal. But there's a new trend called the uh, called the tip the bill challenge, where people are tipping servers 100%. So if your bill is 25 bucks, you add a $25 tip on top of it. And some people have left way more than that. And then, and then of course, listen, you have to post your receipt online. Yeah, you uh, got to show off. Because you have to happen. show it yeah, off. Huh? You have to show how generous you are. You, you can't just do it. <laughs> you have to show it. Pick or it didn't happen, guys. Yeah, man. <laughs> just do it. We're going, it's a nice thing to do. It's, it's ni- finally a nice one. Well, people ruin it with social media. Don't worry. So one reason it's popular is, of course, you get to brag about it to your friends. And there are already about 2,000 posts on Instagram alone with the hashtag tip the bill or tip the bill challenge. You know who loves this? The restaurants. Or the waiters. Waiters. Yeah. Waiters. Yeah. waiters. Waiters. Servers. Yeah. They're down with this. That is nice. I only do that if they get the Aladdin challenge or the Aladdin experiment correct. You know, my whole Aladdin experiment. When they ask for your name at Starbucks, whatever, yes. I say Aladdin because nobody can spell it. And I mean thousands, thousands of times I've done this. Is it A-L-A-D-D-I-N? Yes. Two Ds, one Two Ds, L. one L. But it's I-N. Here's one from right? yesterday. Is that what you said? A-L-I-D-A-N. Ollie-Dan. Weirdly enough, I had to write Aladdin in a an email yesterday to somebody, and I was worried I was spelling it wrong. Did you really? Mm-hmm. That's funny. Um, I, I was I will, Al. You call him Al. Then I will tell you this. If thing. I was working at Starbucks and I'd go, hey, what's your name? And you go, Aladdin. I'd go, I don't care. So I'd write Joe. Mark. What? Are you kidding me with some of the names that they hear these days? Like you think that that, you think that you'd you be tipped Starbu- off if that was false? You know Starbucks is all, you know, can't make fun of anybody. Well, I know, but I'm saying in yeah, my no, head, I would, very ju- I would be judging very you. inclusive. You, you would do this. You go, okay, Aladdin. In All right, your head, in your head. <laughs> okay, right? Aladdin. Okay, somebody's trying to be funny over here. What do you got? Your carpet parked outside? You think so? It doesn't phase most people. You guys are just so. They don't. It what doesn't do you mean, phase you guys? most people. Don't look at me. It doesn't phase most people to you. I'm Listen, the one doing it, so I'm watching them. <laughs> I, I talked to somebody at a place like you were there. They even had a picture of your receipt. Mm-hmm. And they go, yeah, Moon came in and did the Aladdin challenge. I go, yeah. And he goes, yeah, the employee that checked him out thought he was a weirdo. I'm like, yep, he is. That has nothing to do with the Aladdin thing. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it has everything to do with it. Yeah, he thought you were a weirdo as you were coming in the door. Yeah, I mean, come on. I'm used to being judged. What does that have to do with the Aladdin The employee was terrified because you said Aladdin and apparently it like took her head and made it explode. Right. How do I spell this? How do I spell this? You into weird cheeses? Anybody? Anybody like weird stinky cheese? No. I am not at all. Last couple years. For I'm sure. not at all. No, so no. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'll I'll try them all. I've I haven't found one that I really don't like yet. Maybe this one. <laughs> You've because it, if it. if you missed the, this last month, uh, an ancient sarcophagus was found in Egypt, and people started a petition to drink the red water inside of it so they could get super mummy powers. That makes total sense. Super even mummy though, powers. Even though the water was just actually sewage. Well. Ugh. It's happening again. Archaeologists just found some cheese in a 3,200-year-old Egyptian tomb. And, yep, people want some of that, too. Ooh. As in the little mouse traps. <laughs> so, so far, there's no major petition to eat it, 
but there are lots of people on social media saying they want to taste it. And obviously, it's a terrible idea. The cheese is contaminated with bacteria that would almost definitely kill you. So I say, go ahead. Like ancient bacteria. <laughs> so I say, it. go for it. Is there, do you know, is there a use-by date on it, do you know? Like, is it spoiled? Is it completely... <laughs> past the sell-by yeah, date. Oh, past come on, man. You put that on a, I mean, the trade-by date. You put that on a Ritz? Mmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what I love on my cheese? Fur. Because I guarantee you there's some I fur I bet it's beyond fur. I, I like cheese a lot. I've peeled off the fur and gone for a nice piece of cheese. Not this, though. No, I don't think No, that's thirty-two mm, aged 3,200 years. <laughs> Honestly, though, if, some, if a doctor... I mean, like a you know a, a legit, tried and true professional said, "This is safe. Make a little tummy ache, but you'll be fine." No, you wouldn't try it. I a would legit try it. tried and true doctor would not say that. Well, I'm I just saying. I let's say the circumstances. I don't want the anything that would cause a little tummy ache. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, lactose. You never you ever eaten some greasy turkey and be like, ah, I think I'm feeling a little bit. Now nah, that's hell. a big phobia of mine. I got I got the nutrients. Yeah, you know I don't, I don't like to kind of eat weird. I don't know where it's from, food. Yeah. I don't know if this, you know, in this tomb, what the condition was before. <laughs> what about 32 years ago, 3,200 years ago, this was left over from some potluck dinner they had in uh-huh. the tomb. <laughs> from little kids. Yeah. Probably had kids snot on it 3,200 uh-huh. years ago. Yes, yeah. I, I'll just, I'm a survivor. I'm preparing for the zombie apocalypse, and I started with that weekend cake from a couple months ago, and... Moving his I mean, all I know is little Xerxes yeah. is, you know, got a runny nose. <laughs> Xerxes. <laughs> he was home from school Xerxes. that day. <laughs> Emotep cheese. <laughs> and uh, finally, there is a story making the rounds about a 21-year-old woman from Utah. Her name is Claire Dalton. And she describes, she, I guess she's a blogger, or two, she has a blog. Two first names. Claire Dalton. And she describes how, how and why... She ended her four-year relationship a year ago after discovering some, quote, sick and twisted stuff about the man she was with. And this is how bad it was. She called off her wedding just a week before she was supposed to get married. Get ready for it. She discovered that her fiancé watched porn. I know. That's it. What? I know. Shut it down. I know. I know. And we're immediately all single. She says that's... She says that seven days before she was set to, you know, do the I do thing, she found porn on her man's phone. She had grabbed the dude's phone to look up something and and saw some things in her in, in his search bar. Boom, that was it. At first, he tried to blame his brother for it, but Claire in her blog says, quote, I firmly called my wedding off as a Santa Croft from the man I loved who suddenly seemed to be a stranger. <laughs> first of all. A. She's silly, but good for them in the long run because the chick is 21. Like, pump the brakes on a few other things, maybe. Yeah. How about? In 10 years, she's going to go, wow, that was silly, but still a good You didn't get married. Thank God, because this probably wouldn't have worked out anyway. Good point. I'm assuming we're going religion here. It's Utah. So Claire's story was shared a bunch of times. And she describes herself as the victim. The victim? Yeah, she's the victim. And a lot of people are saying, yes, she overreacted. A lot of people are concerned about the ex. And let me tell you why. She put her name to the story. 
and people who know them now know why they broke up. <laughs> That's a good point. Before it could have been just we weren't compatible, and now it's because of this. I've seen this happen. Uh, somebody saying that this is their reasons. And they're never, they, this was not their reasons. They were looking for another out. I don't think that's the case with this gal. I Just, think this may be the reason. No, no, no. I, I think I think so. And looking at the, the story and the pictures and her blog and all that, I think this is exactly how she believes. And that, that's what mm-hmm. happened. Well, thank God. Do we? This guy dodged a bullet. You guys Do we know how he somebody. got caught? Uh, he, she, she saw his phone. She saw his phone. Did she see his phone like it was on it? Like, oh, did she or did go she see like him? a website? Like, she said she saw in the search bar some stuff and uh, saw some... <laughs> Now I want to know what it was. Maybe yeah. she went to go type in like Yelp or like YouTube and you a, porn. A, a, a porn search on Gaylord Perry and something else came up. <laughs> See, now, they didn't say now, gay now, porn. Now that would be a reason for them to for sure break up. Because she hated baseball. Yeah. What? But she's got her fans too. One person wrote bottom line here. If she disagrees with this, then she made the right decision. No one else's opinion matters, which is, of course is true. Of course it's true, but, you know, she's the victim. Do you think it was just the porn, or do you think it was, like, some freaky porn that she was like, there's, okay, porn is one I, thing, but... See, that's, that, was, that was what my question was. No, he's, listen, a guy that's with her that's this young hasn't progressed all that far with that kind of stuff. If she's deeply religious, that means they haven't had sex. Thank you, that's what I was going to say. So maybe it's her fault he's doing the porn because he wouldn't give, she wouldn't give up the sex. Wow. So he's the victim here, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's go with that. What yeah. A twist. All right, he's the victim. What, what a, a twist. That's not hey, a good uh, connecting of the dots. No, there? it's a high five to both of them because they're too young to be getting married anyway. Was he young too? I would assume. Yeah. I would assume. All right, that's your uh, news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. All right, we got sports here in a second. But uh, have you been watching uh, Hard Knocks? I think I asked this yesterday. No. New episode yesterday. I don't have HBO right now. Oh, so. you don't? Um, my roommates decided not to get HBO. Well, this is crazy. And we got our Pick'em Challenge coming up. Well, we're going to start that soon. But the sexy pick to win the Super Bowl this season is the Cleveland Browns. That's 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 real stupid. You know, I read that because the other day when you were doing sports, I asked you if I was to, if I was to go all crazy fanatic on the NFL this year, who's the dark horse team that I'm supposed to be rooting for? The Cleveland Browns. Well, well I mean... I, I mean, they're they're that. a real dark horse, but it sounds like it sounds almost like an onion headline. But apparently, there's action on the Browns at the sports books in Vegas, and according to ESPN, betters at multiple sports books have been backing the Browns to win the AFC North, the AFC title, and even the Super Bowl. Is this just because of long money shot? They put together a pretty decent team. They got two good quarterbacks. Tyrod Taylor and Baker Mayfield. Yeah. They have some pretty good receivers. Jarvis Landry, Antonio Callaway when he isn't breaking the law. Yeah. Josh Gordon's back now, too. Two firsties. I don't know if I'm going to back that. And this whole thing is amusing because even if Cleveland flan- like fans click their heels three times and the Browns were magically transported directly to the Super Bowl, they'd still have to, you know, win it. And they've only won one game since 2015. So they're due. <laughs> and the sportsbook manager at Caesars Palace says there are more bets on the Browns to win the AFC North than the other three teams combined. Only the Raiders and Steelers have more bets to win the AFC. The public likes the Browns, and they said, I'm not sure why. At the MGM Grand, 
the Browns have attracted more bets to win the Super Bowl than the Atlanta Falcons, the Chiefs, the Jaguars, who were playoff teams last year. Now, some of the appeal is because of the long odds. It, it's, it's a lottery ticket, like the, the Vegas Golden Knights in hockey last year. Mm-hmm. And they almost pulled it off. MGM has the Browns 60-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Which actually doesn't seem long enough. Yeah, I mentioned Tyrod Taylor, and they got Jarvis Landry, and a, a decent running back, Carlos Hyde. And they got uh, Baker Mayfield, who was number, the number one overall pick. But those those guys really, are they enough to make the Browns, who were 1-34 since 2015? 1-34. Dear I'm Lord. Sorry. Yeah, 1-34. Yikes. Is that enough to make them Super Bowl champions? Probably not. But by the way, Sports Illustrated, they put their predictions for the NFL season up and they predict the Browns to go 4 and 12, which is a more measured expectation. Yeah. And sadly an actual improvement. But they ha- and they put it up on their website. They have the Super Bowl being well, it's in Atlanta this year. February 3rd, 2019, in Atlanta. They have the Falcons and the Steelers playing. Falcons and Steelers. That's who the, that's who hmm. Sports Illustrated has in the Super Bowl. Falcons and Steelers with the Falcons winning 27 to 24. Can I ask this though? Have they ever been right? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't believe they've ever been right with with the two teams. How are the Chiefs supposed to be? Because the Missouri boy in me wants to root for the Chiefs again. There's a big push for Rams fans to be Packer fans. Yeah, I, yeah there's I, actually there's like been commercials. Ads that are running, yeah. And I got friends and relatives that are all into them too, and, and they're trying to convert me, and I feel like I feel like that's the easy play. Yeah, like they know. got commercials now running like, hey, former Ram fans. Yeah. Who has the coolest jersey this year? That's all I need to know. That's how I did it as a kid. Oh, seemed right. to work out. Oh, I don't know. Uh, real quick before the we hurricanes? get into sports, uh, um, Ama- <laughs> Amanda Soul, the owner, one of the owners of STL Concrete and Landscaping, yeah. actually, actually reached out to us. Oh, yeah. And said, thank you so much for mentioning us on our show. Uh, this will help so much. They have a three-year-old, and this is our uh, only way of making money. They're a small business. Their shop was completely cleaned out. Yeah. They took it all, and they definitely believe it was an ex-employee because they used the code to get in. Uh, they only have liability insurance, so if they don't find the trucks and trailers, they're out. They got to rent now and they're going to rent to keep the business moving because they do not give up. Well, you know what? You know Good how you can them. help them? Hire them. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, STL Concrete and Landscaping. Yeah. Hire them to do something. If you want to help them out. Because somebody stole all their stuff. And you know what? They'll find, the, they'll find the person or persons that did it. Oh yeah, they'll get it. They'll get it. They'll get them. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Yep. Honestly, I, I I saw that story this morning. It was yeah, it kind of hit me hard to be honest with you. I saw her on on TV too crying. It was yeah, yeah, you know, it was tough to see. All right, here's sports.
Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, 11 area locations all the games all the time. With their 5-2 win over the Dodgers last night, the Cardinals not only picked up their eighth straight series win, but they also now take over the lead in the NL wildcard race. Well, we just punched our ticket to the World Series. Am no, I right, no, guys? Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. Jumping yeah. the gun. Okay. Cardinals you know, are a half game. The day game. after they win the World Series, we get off, right? The, 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 the cards are a half game above both Colorado and Philly and hold the top wildcard spot unreal. Uh, last night, Molina and Ozuna both went deep in the win. Carlos Martinez, pitching in relief, took a 111-mile-per-hour fastball off of his chest. And yeah, uh, from what down. they say, that he is okay. X-rays came back negative. Wait, so and, he was uh, bad. So he came in from the uh, from the from the bullpen and then batted and got hit in the chest. Is no, 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 no. He came in in relief. It was a line drive. It was a line oh, drive. A line drive. Yeah. Oh, okay. and he went down like a sack of potatoes. Ooh. Yeah, he did. Yep. It was rough. I'm going to say that ever since Jeff and I went to the game on, I believe. Oh, uh, come on. Don't, don't get take out the of my face. What was, what was the day? You. Was it July 20th? July 20 something, yeah. Like I they've been winning. You had gone down. You were in the dugout for a bit, and you it didn't have a notebook with you. The managerial change means absolutely nothing. It was the fact that you two were were up Coincidence? drinking beers at the game. It was that day. Just saying. It was Schultz's first, first game. And we're as good luck charms. Yep. Tonight, tonight the Dodgers and Cardinals play again. Jack Flaherty gets a start for the Cardinals' first pitch scheduled for 9-10. The Cardinals did add to their roster yesterday by sending some cash over to the Nationals. The Cardinals picked up Matt Adams. Big city. Big city, huh? Coming back. Adams (laughs) returned to the Cardinals after being traded to the Braves in 2017. He then signed a deal with the Nationals until yesterday, where he's going to be joining the team in L.A. either today or he'll join the team on Friday. Big city, huh? Big city, back in the big city. Hey, we're uh, just three days away from when IndyCar drivers are going to be uh, racing over there at Gateway, and uh, it's the Bomberito IndyCar 500. The race is expected to bring thousands of people and $40 million to the St. Louis and Metro East area. We could use that. This comes just two weeks after the 100th PGA Golf Championship, which brought in upwards of $100 million. Do we so, get a cut of that $40 mil or We get you? a little bit. Oh, good. Yeah, apparently, mm-hmm. it's in the mail. Everybody gets a, an old Ofo bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, former NFL offensive lineman Richie Incognito, just a great guy, just a gen, like a genuine I've person. Heard, I've heard very good things. Overall, about him. great guy. Um, he was at a funeral home on Monday. Uh, his father recently passed, so he was there to make the arrangements. Everything went well. Or he got upset with the staff, began to damage property inside the business, shot at employees, and then threatened to go out and get his guns and shoot them. A police report showed that officers executed a search warrant of his car, and inside of his truck they found two Glocks, three rifles, and a silencer well, for a handgun. Well, that's how the incognitos mourn, by the way, yes. by threatening people with Well, that. yeah. that's with funny that violence. you say that, because the family had told Richie he was not allowed to even go to his father's funeral, and uh, that he'd been acting erratically. Some employees said that at the funeral home, Incognito punched caskets, threw pamphlets around, took an urn from a shelf, and slammed it down on top of a casket. Huh. Dad would want it that way. Yeah. Yep. So he uh, posted bond, $20,000 bond, and he is out. He, he seems to uh, be, be struggling with some... Something some rage issues. On, yeah. He's got some legit problems. Whatever yes. it has to do with concussions mm-hmm. or something. That, that's what I'm saying, that yeah. CTE thing. Yep. Yeah. And finally, fellas, if you are not sitting down currently, you may want to sit down for this. UFC... UFC featherweight uh, fighter Bryce Mitchell yeah. planned on training yesterday. He wanted to get what a quick happened? workout in. But first, a little home improvement project. And honestly, this is brutal. Okay. He's 10-0 and in his pro career fights, but he's 0-1 against power tools at his own house. Oh, no. Because here's what he posted on Facebook. I'm going to read his exact post. Quote, so I was going to train today, but I ripped my sack in half. <gasps> 
like his gym bag. The, the bag I'm about to get stitched up. I was holding the board over my head with a drill in my pants. I was sizing up the board, and the drill went off and tangled my nuts up in it. Oh, no. I dropped no. the board, reversed the drill, untangled, but they was ripped in half. I'm serious. I obviously can't post a pic, but when my nuts are sealed back up, I'm going to come and train again. I think a high kick would literally re-rip them in oh half. Oh, my God. P.S. I don't want to hear any puns about how this whole thing is nutty or screwed up. How how do the, how do they get so close? So time out. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Is that a picture of his boxers for real? Yep. It's oh no 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 no! Don't pull. You just you just see you just see his boxers, Riz. Yeah, it's just you the don't boxers. See, it's you not don't on see him. anything it's else. It's a bloody boxers. Oh yeah. I bet you. Oh my oh, god. Oh, it looks gnarled. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> yep. Oh no. Oh yeah. That picture's Why up on the blog. But close to a drill? The drill was in his pocket. And he was holding up a board to size it, oh and something happened God. where the drill shifted, and basically the trigger was pushed. Oh. And you can wow. see the picture that we're talking about, 1057thepoint.com oh slash Riz. I'm in trouble. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and <laughs> <laughs> goes the dynamite. He goes, ha, 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 he, ha. That's the noise that you make when that happens. Uh, headline Who's brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of My Mutual Mortgage, NMLS, number 12901. All right, let's go to Baltimore City, Maryland. Last Saturday, just after midnight, 33-year-old Stephanie Ringgold was pulled over after a state trooper saw her, I mean, hauling ass in her super sweet charger and even saw her pass another car on the shoulder. Was she drunk? You bet, you Riz. You bet. She had a uh, four-year-old, a six-month-old, and another adult passenger with her. Great. Stephanie arrested, transported to the police station where she was processed, and later released to a sober driver. Guys, less than 20 minutes later, the same state trooper saw Stephanie go back to her car, get in the driver's seat, and drive away. you got to be kidding me. Having just told her she wasn't allowed to drive for 12 hours, he stopped her again saw that she was still hammered and arrested her for a second time and taken back to the police precinct where she was then processed and later released to a sober driver. This chick, Stephanie Ringgold, pulled over, arrested twice in less than a half hour <laughs> for DUI. <laughs> That's today's headline hoosh. Folks, after the break, some food news. The never-ending pasta pass is back. I'll give you all the details and a little twist this year. Plus, <laughs> the animal crackers are now free. Whoa. That's... The animal crackers are now free. Uh, I think I know what you did there. Uh -huh. You know what I'm talking about? All that and more after the break. Show on 1057 The Point. So around this time tomorrow, Mr. John Lovitz will be walking in. Nice. To the Rich Show Studios. How cool is that? Yeah, John Lovitz. Huge fan. He can be in a movie for only three, four minutes. And those are the those are the moments that I'm quoting. He's one of those guys. For like the rest we of my had life. like we had uh the dude from Friday. 
John, John Witherspoon. Yeah. When he's in a movie, you go, ah, oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. A League of Their Own. I mean, I quote every line he had. Yeah. He lights up every part of a movie he's in or Wedding a TV singer. show. And such a recognizable voice. I mean, just the, voice, the voiceover work stuff he's done. Well, uh, John Lovitz is at Helium Comedy Club. He's got a show tomorrow at 8 o'clock, Friday at 7.30, Saturday 7.30 and 10 o'clock. I'll tell you what, and I know this is a, a reference that most people won't get about John Lovitz, but he did a couple of turns on Friends and just destroyed it. Love oh, it. yeah? Oh, my gosh. Oh, you it. saw it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. So great. He comes over to Monica's place, to, and, he, and she's supposed to cook for him to try to get a job, and he's stoned out of his mind. Those were so my great. favorite years when he was on SNL. <laughs> really? Like those, that kind that of crew. Cast of that cast, that era, huh? Yeah, because it was, it was at the beginning of Chris Farley. It was Sandler. It was Phil Hartman, Dana Carvey, Mike Myers. I think, I think honestly, it was, it's, it's really close for me. That era and the Will Ferrell, Chris Kattan, Sherry O'Terry. Like, I think that crew and, and the Sandler Lovitz crew, like, they were pretty similar. Yeah, and Sandler, there was a, when I think there of was a Sandler, little crossover. When I think of Sandler on SNL, I just I just think of him cracking up at everything everybody says, yeah. like Jimmy Fallon was, I was just years say, later. Jimmy yeah. Fallon, yeah. And Jimmy Fallon was at the end of the Will Ferrell mm-hmm. era. Yep. Yeah, they, I mean, listen, there's a lot of crossover, but I know I like those John Lovitz years. <laughs> on that SNL 40th anniversary, uh, Steve Martin was talking about the. Uh, Deceased cast members oh who have died God. over the years, and he said John Lovitz, and it, and it showed him. And John Lovitz was in the crowd, and he goes, huh? <laughs> "On, uh, I don't know. Let me see how old this is." But Rolling Stone uh, did a an article on the the top one hundred nine, I think it is, SNL cast members. Yeah, he, he came in at number nineteen. John Lovitz. Damn, oh, did he? That is hard. Oh yeah, who was who was the last one on that list? They had interview. I saw an interview with the person they had last. Hang on, I think I can get it for you here. It wasn't. Uh, was it Jim Brewer? Was it no, Piscopo? it wasn't Hall, but the Brewers way. No, Joe Piscopo. He had some good characters. Joe Piscopo was 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 Frank Sinatra. Yeah, who was that last one? Number uh, one forty four was the Muppets. Jim Brewer one forty three. That's absurd. <laughs> Victoria Jackson one forty two. That's correct. Oh, you don't like Victoria Jackson? I just didn't do much for me. Like, Gilbert, like, God- Gilbert Godfrey, one forty-one. There's there's a couple people that like when they pop up on this list, you're like, what? I don't even remember them on that. Colin Quinn, one forty. I wasn't a big. Boy, Colin remember Quinn when Quinn. he had to, w- was doing the news there for a while? Yeah. What about like, okay? So I mean, this says here like Christopher Guest. Christopher Guest. Tim yeah, Kazernski. Kazerninski. Like these are forgettable guys. Well, Christopher Guest, yeah. I get, was he, these, he must have been in the early eighties. These, these are writers and like minor cast members. So like, even if they were in two A's scenes, catch. you Jay, know, Jay Moore one thirty five. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of Jay Moore on on SNL. He didn't do much. Not sure yeah, Jay Moore either. was. I always forget that Julia Louis Dreyfus was on SNL. Oh yeah, that's how she met her husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jim Brewers, <laughs> Goat Boy. Come on. And plus, when he did Joe Pesci, come on. All right, guys, some food news. Food news. America's best deal in grotesque carbo-loading is coming back. And, guys, it's bigger than ever, baby. Olive Garden just announced they're doing their never-ending pasta passes for the third year in a row now. And they're already sold out. (laughs) When he said that, when he teased and said the pasta pass is back, in my head I went, and they're gone. Yeah. 
And listen, if you haven't heard of the pasta pass, it's it's a pass you buy for hundred bucks that lets you eat at Olive Garden as much as you want for eight weeks. But guys, this year they've added a new pass, one that lasts for a year. For three hundred bucks, you can eat at Olive Garden as much as you want from September twenty fourth of this year through September 22nd of next year. I ask this question every time we talk about the pasta pass. Is this, does this mean, when they say you can eat as much as you want, is it one meal per day? Or is it literally, I can go at noon, eat, go home, come back at four, eat, go home? Is it literally it is never ending? Never ending. Because I know, I saw the other day. I don't think there's any limitations. I saw the other day, that some, I can't remember what company it was, but somebody had a competition where it was, you win a free blank for life. And it was, one meal. Oh, it was Chick-fil-A. One meal. No, nah, it was somebody else. It was, but it was one meal for 52 weeks. So the one we were talking about last week, that was Chick-fil-A. No, this was something. I'm I'm I know Chick-fil-A does stuff like that, but I'm saying this was something else. And it was, you get one meal, you get 52 free meals, essentially. And it was just a book that you got. I think this free is, meals. Uh, look up limitations on Pasta Pass. Okay. Because they say it's, it's unlimited pasta, breadstick, soups, and salad. So if you want to drink or anything else, you have to pay for it. But as for the math, assuming you eat at Olive Garden four times a week, the eight-week pass comes out to $3.13 a meal, and the year-long pass comes out to $1.44 if you were to break it down. Hmm. But there's a catch. There are only 23,000 eight-week passes and 1,000-year passes going on sale. So they'll sell out, as they do every year, almost instantly. And if you want one, the sale goes live at pastapass.com at 1 p.m. St. Louis time tomorrow. Get in queue now. This says here that it must be used by a person with the passes in their name. Uh, they must have a photo ID. They may not share. Mm -hmm. uh, it says here, uh, like oh to you before and after. not valid for online or to-go orders. Got one it. redemption per visit. I'm on the website now. It's got a timer. Per what? visit. Right. So that means that you, if you, if I'm there, if I show up at, at noon, I can't do it and then leave and then come back and do it again, right? Or is that considered a different, a different visit? visit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could do it for lunch and dinner. One day, three hours, 53 minutes, and 50 seconds. The never-ending pasta pass. I got a picture of it, you know, and it's registered to Tony Rigatoni. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, the one over here, the annual one, is Linda Linguini. <laughs> I got it. I got it. They do have. They do have. Oh. Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of it's interesting because they have you get to select what type of pasta you want. Mm -hmm. You then get to pick which sauce you want, and you can get some of the the toppings. So it's not just like spaghetti with olive oils. Oh you no, know? it's it's a, it's like it's legit a good deal. That's why there's only twenty three thousand eight week passes and one thousand year passes. Sale tomorrow, one p.m. Yes, Moon. Im important question. Can I get a box? No, it says oh, to-go no orders are not. Well, I know, but that's to-go orders. Dine-in only. Well, yeah, I know, man. I'm but saying, let's say you like, order, and then you just want to bring the rest right, home. I guarantee you they're like, nope. It's buffet style. No box. No box, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Otherwise, I can feed I a family. I don't know, because if you think about it, if you order it and they put it in front of you, it's not like if you don't eat it, they can go back and go, put this back into the mix. Right. Yeah, I've been to restaurants that are like that on yeah. on. Uh, you know, lunch specials or all you can eat things or, or, or you know, a, a particular happy hour. They put or it back? Well, they don't put it back. They throw it away. They won't let you box oh, it, yeah. is what I'm saying. Like you order something, you take two bites and you got, I, I just pack the rest up. Right. Well, it's called I'm, gaming the system. I'm not right. saying that. And it's not that. right. 
No, I'm just saying, like, you know, I'll get a second order and then be like, oh, my goodness, I thought I could finish this, but I couldn't. I went halfway through. Oh, uh, my eyes pasta. are bigger than my stomach. Nope. <laughs> so, so somebody in the chat room said that they had the pasta pass last year, and it was all day at any time. You pick the pasta, you pick the sauce, you pick the meat, and they let him take home some every single time. There you go. Wow. Well, good on them. That's but I'm sure they're going to get suspicious you if you walk in and you go, you walk in at noon and you sit down and you go, I'll take uh, spaghetti with uh, meatballs on it and marinara sauce. They go, all right. And then you go, I'll take a box. <laughs> I like eating out of styrofoam. And then you walk out, you go to your car, you come right back and go, hey, I'd like some fettuccine. I'll take a box. I table for one. Great deal. Table for sadness. <laughs> Do you ever remember the uh, the Barnum's uh, animal crackers? Yeah, so good. I mean, you can't get sick of those. It's a little box. It has a little string at the top. Mm-hmm. It's like a little like a kid's briefcase. Uh-huh. Like you got to yeah. carry them with just the two fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You remember what the box looks like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's red. Uh, it's got a lion. It's got, got a cages. lion and a polar yeah, all bear. The animals bars, are, yeah. All the yeah. animals are in the cages in the corners. Yeah. Isn't, it like, isn't it a takeoff of like when they used to bring them in on trains? Yeah, I think it's a train car, right? Yeah, like a train. Yeah, the, the animals would be in the, in the train cars. Gotcha. Cage-free eggs, you know, are part of the, the trendy and humane future. So I guess... People will be excited that another food staple just went cage-free, guys. Animal crackers. Yep. Remember when you were a kid, you get those little boxes of uh, of Barnum's animal crackers. And the boxes had pictures of zoo and circus animals, lions and elephants, and cages on the front. While PETA got in touch with Nabisco a couple of years ago and said they should change their boxes and release the animals. And Nabisco said, okay. Just leave us alone. <laughs> Literally haven't leave changed anything in 700 leave years. Leave us alone. But send some of those topless protesters over. We'll take those. <laughs> so they just unveiled their new animal cracker boxes that show a zebra, elephant, lion, giraffe, and gorilla roaming free in the wild. Hmm. And Barnum's animal crackers have been on sale for 115 years. And the animals on the boxes have been in cages for that entire time. And Plus, now they're free. Yeah. Plus, they make us think that all animals taste the same. Mm-hmm. And they don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a take great off on the Mitch. Come on. Great point, Jeff. Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And these are the OG ones, right? The Nabiscos? Because there's all sorts of ripoff ones. Oh, no. These are the real ones. Yeah. The, the, you mentioned the tiny little handle. The right? tiny yeah, little, little, you know. little string at the top. And inside is the is the brown bag, the easily rippable open brown bag. Now, I'm, speaking of animal crackers, I know that we've all, have you had the frosted ones? And yes. I'm not talking about the ones that are covered with the sprinkles on top. I'm talking about the frosted ones that have the very light yeah, pink icing almost, on It's them. almost clear, yeah. right? Or so thin. No. Damn it, Riz. It is so good. <laughs> it really is. Because it's like just, it literally, it looks like somebody took a paintbrush and just went with the icing. Like it's not like any... It doesn't cover the whole cookie. It's no, just a I little bit. Had those. Mm. Like just a, yep. just a thin shellacking. Huh? Oh, dude. <laughs> you remember the name brand on that? Yeah, I think it was just iced animal but, crackers. Oh, yeah. The, oh, my goodness. Now, now that you When say these it. things get wet, oh, yuck. Mm. They mm. disintegrate. But yeah. the iced ones, he's right. They got a raincoat on them. These ones, the OG animal crackers, if they get any moisture, they are disgusting. That's them right there. There they are. You know the zoo. I don't think I've ever had those. Not the zoo. The the uh, the circus is gone, right? The Barnum and Bailey Circus. Yeah. Well, that's why they didn't change it because they didn't need to. They were going. I mean, this is the the whole thing was the takeoff uh, from from the circus. Crescent Plaza, I think, had 
like the kids' eating area was a Barnum animal cracker seat seating mm. area, and had trains. They had the kids in, in cages, right? Yeah, that's where we would <laughs> climb around. A uh, Chick Fil A in Florida just opened uh, 587 feet from another Chick Fil A. <laughs> All right. <laughs> They are the new Starbucks, man. They are. <laughs> Remember back in the day, it was a joke. Like a Starbucks would open across the street from another Starbucks. And now Chick-fil-A has taken that baton and ran with it. A Chick-fil-A opened in, in Merritt Island, Florida, and it's 587 feet from another Chick-fil-A. And why they do that, I guess, well, one of them is inside a mall. And the other one's in the mall parking lot. I thought you were going to say one was old and they're getting ready to tear oh, it down. I get that. And then. you know what, though? They're both still probably crowded. Yeah. I get that. Have you ever not seen a line of Chick-fil-A? That's a good point. I, the, the last time I went to Chick-fil-A, I mean, and this was a couple months ago. This, this was probably actually the beginning of the year. I remember I just so happened to be in the area of a Chick-fil-A, and it was about 1130. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and pull in. Why is it wrapped around the Home Depot? This yeah. line is ridiculous. They had three people, three, that were in the middle of the line taking orders. Yeah, like, I've seen that. Oh, you're talking about like in the drive-thru? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've wow. seen that. Wow. Three different people. I went to go to a Chick-fil-A not too long ago, the one in the valley. And I drove around. It's by the Aminis over there. Mm-hmm. I know where it is. I drove around. I said... Nope, I'm going to Culver's. There's yeah. no line there. Yeah. <laughs> now, Moon, at a place like Chick-fil-A, they ask you your name every time. Do you tell them Aladdin? Yeah. Yeah, every place. It always makes me very uncomfortable when I go, what's your name? And I go, Tony. And they go, all right, Tony, go ahead and pull up. And then when you pull up, they go, hey, how you doing, Tony? I'm like, I'm good. I, you? We're such good <laughs> friends. I just want my food. Like, I just want my food, man. Like, hey, Tony. Stop being pleasant to me and give me my food. <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's like kind of awful. It's, oh, it's like overdone, yeah. 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 Can, Can I have a fire pit? No, no. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is? It all, it's almost worse when you know it's just, it's the company line. Yeah. It's not yeah. just them being nice. It's, hey, Tony, so how you doing, So when Tony? somebody says, have a Six Flags Day, they're not really meaning have a Six you Flags Day? It. That means they hate you in, <laughs> in real life. You get, this, you get this a lot, too, because they know your name. And they it's it's every sentence. They're like, all right, that's going to be 1348, Tony. Like, here you go. They go, thanks, Leave a lot. Alone. thanks a lot, Tony. Would you like a receipt? I'm like, nah, I'm good. What about sauces, Tony? Any sauces? <laughs> Tony, here's your cup. I'm like, God, you gotta stop, man. Leave <laughs> <me> alone. <laughs> Next time you go, they're gonna go, what's your name? You're gonna go, Rick. What? I've done that. Somebody's asked my name, and I don't know why I would give a fake name. Just give a Latin and see if they can spell it. It's fun. Hey, what do you got? Uh, what, what's your name? Mark. All right. <laughs> I go, oh, Sal. <laughs> well, I go, why? Why does I don't know. Yeah, then they go, order for Sal. Order for Sal. Oh, that's me. <laughs> like, I've been waiting for the Sal idiot to get out of my way. <laughs> All right, that's your food news.
time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger, Termite, and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Last time we talked about uh, Mighty Ducks actor Sean Weiss. How's he doing? Wasn't in a good spot. He had just gotten picked up uh, for public intoxication. And, and we're talking about month. Goldberg the goalie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And his mugshot from his latest rest. Oof. Not great. Not great at all. According to his Very Facebook sad. posting, he has now checked himself into rehab. Quote, Good for at, him. At this time, in an effort to break free from the self-destructive patterns of behavior and drug abuse that have landed me at rock bottom, to be real, below rock bottom, even rock bottom is saying, oh, holy-ish, how'd you get all the way down there? I've checked into a well-regarded, spelled wrong, long-term rehabilitation center. I've surrendered to the reality that without immediate treatment, my life is imminent in, in imminent danger. So... He's good getting, for him. Getting a little help. He needs it. I mean, you saw that picture, and that is... Yeah, pe- people can come back, um, which I, I hope for him. But he, I'm pretty sure he's my age. His picture looks like he's 70. Yeah. And I mean, no, he's, he's my no age. joke. Seven. Like, he's, he's, I think, wow. 39 to 40 years old. We had uh, mutual friends. Yikes, and, man. Uh, yikes, indeed. That's scary. It's been about uh, 10 years since Twilight became a... Record-breaking film franchise, Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson. And to celebrate the movie's almost or 10-year anniversary, Twilight is going to return to the movie theaters. I got Nationwide. I got October the 21. Two days only. Screenings will feature an introduction from the director. Uh, they're also going to release a box set of all five Twilight movies with new cover art. New cover art available October the Just 23rd. A- Money grab. I'm telling you, you got it. I wouldn't think. You really think so? Oh, oh yeah. Just re-release Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Why no, not? They're yeah. doing it for art. Yeah, we got an anniversary coming <laughs> up for one of our movies. We here. can re-release it. Natalie Portman. Who's a fan? Natalie Portman. Yeah. Oh, my I goodness, yes. yes. There was a time when she had a caboose on her. What? What? I'm a fan you of You saw it brain. in that movie. That, right. Uh, what was that movie? That night Domino? movie? No. The, the uh, yeah, she, where she's... She's She's leaning up against something. There's a waterfall in the background. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. Oh, yeah. It was a a funny movie. Yeah, the silly movie with um, the Eastbound and Down guy. Yes. Oh, and uh, James Franco's in it. Yes. What was that movie called? It's it was Your Highness. Your Highness. Oh, yes, that movie it. was. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> All right. Okay, I that know what movie, scene you're talking that about. That movie and uh, like around that same time, Year One came out with Michael Sarah oh, and Jack Black. Oh, what a Black. piece of poop that Those thing was. two movies need to be put in a rocket. Your Highness, sent you know what? Space. Give Your Highness another shot. It's not <laughs> terrible. No, don't do it. <laughs> Come on, Riz. Well, she's got another I think movie the time coming I saw, out. I think I was uh, tired. Very tired. Participating. Or were you staring in the, in the sun for too uh, long and your I eyes were all red? I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I saw bits. I never saw the whole thing. I saw like bits and pieces. I thought it was funny. Well, she's going to be doing a movie about twin Danny sisters. McBride. That's his name. Twin sisters. And she's playing both the twins. Twins, Basil? Yeah. Twins, Basil. <laughs> but unfortunately, she's going to be playing uh, the gossip columnist Dear Abby and Ann Landers in in a movie. Oh. Yeah, she's going to be playing them both. And I, I think I knew that they were they were sisters, right? But I didn't know that they did not like each other after a while. Esther, which was uh, actually uh, Ann's name, and then Abby's name was Pauline Popo Phillips. Esther took over the Ann Landers column in 1955. Pauline launched... Her own, the Dear Abby one, months later, and they were estranged pretty much the rest of their lives. Hmm. 
Oh, Esther know. died in 02, Pauline in 2013. They did reconcile in the 60s for a little bit, but they definitely were not close friends. And again, Natalie will play both roles and direct the movie as well. And Tom Cruise is going to come in and do all the stunts. So, you know, nobody gets right. employed. Right here. Is this the scene? <laughs> I'll say it. He doesn't say it on that one. Okay, fine. Twins, Basil. <laughs> I'm still enjoying it. Thank you for that. Taylor Swift's Reputation Stadium Tour is now the highest grossing U.S. tour by a female, excluding residencies, according to Billboard box score. Across the 27 domestic dates that have been reported to Billboard so far, Swift has brought in $191.1 million, with an additional 11.1 earned in Canada. That surpasses the previous high-grossing trek by a woman, and that woman was... Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift on her 1989 world tour. And it wasn't in 1989. That was the record. $181.5 million earned domestically in 2015. Uh, it posted a worldwide haul of 250.7. Uh, the speed at which this stadium tour has accumulated its huge earnings, particularly impressive. The tour averaging more than $7 million per show. Twins, Basil. <laughs> twins, twins, Basil. Twins, twins. <laughs> it could go on forever. I know, you sent it to me on a loop. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that's total, how I think of things. The total paid attendance to date is one point, well, one million four hundred eighty-nine thousand nine hundred four people in twenty-seven shows. She'll All be, uh, twenty-seven shows have been sold out. By the way, she'll be here on September the eighteenth. Still eleven dates in the United States, and then she's going to go to Australia, New Zealand, and that's Japan. So she is just printing money. It's a Tuesday. I know. September 18th at America Center, the Dome. Yeah, I got to go to that. Oh, that's a good show, especially the openers. Camila Cabello and Charlie XCX. Mm. Yeah, I know I'll be you going. like both of them a lot. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to the show, honestly. You're going to be extremely entertained. And extremely tired the next day. Probably. We should take, are we going to take the day off? Nope. I'm assuming. A Taylor holiday? No. Nope. Not happening? Nope. Uh, if you were uh, really dreaming of uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar doing- I was going to say, it gets 9.30. I'm like, hey, you know what, Taylor? It's time to- Let's wrap her up. I got to go to work tomorrow. Let's wrap this up. I saw that you emailed her and said, hey, can we start the show at 3? She didn't get back to you yet? No. No, not yet. Sorry, Jeff. I That's okay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is going to be a zombie. Uh and he's going to be in the the new, or he's going to he's been cast in I Zombie for its upcoming fifth and final season. I think they decided if we ever cast Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, we're just going to end it after that season. He's going to be playing Zed, one of the two Seattle uh, Seattle City Council members who didn't flee the city before the wall went up. I don't so. even know what that is. I don't either. It's a it's a it's a <laughs> zombie show. That's all you need to know. All right, here's a couple of uh, TV shows that are coming back. Veronica Mars uh, may be coming back again. According to uh, Deadline.com, Hulu is finalizing deals to bring it back for an eight-episode limited run, and Kristen, uh, Kristen Bell will be back. That was one of those shows where there was like a, a, a Kickstarter yep. to get it going, to do a movie. Yeah, that was in 2013. They raised $5.7 million to do that movie, and it did do the movie. The original show ran for three seasons, 04 to 07, and they may be bringing oh it back goodness. now. You yeah. know what's funny is... Uh, I was going to ask when that was because I had never heard of that. I never, I never knew what it was or any of that stuff. But it makes sense. I was on a tour bus for those, those three years. What years? I didn't see an oh four oh seven. Oh, 
Didn't see him. That was a Kristen Bell's yeah, in that? Yeah, yeah. That's she how she Veronica got her start? Mars, yeah. Oh. I don't know if you were around or if you were touring the world when The Hills was going on, but it looks like they're getting rebooted. Uh, oh, my God. The Hills, The New <laughs> Beginnings. Original cast members will be back. Because they're not doing anything. Heidi Montag said, they go, hey, can you? And she said, yep. And Spencer Pratt, Audrina Patridge, a uh, bunch of other people you probably know, Stephanie Pratt, uh, signed on. MTV announced The Hills returned during the 2018 Video Music Awards that nobody watched. And uh, sadly, Lauren Conrad and Kristen Cavallari will not be joining in. And one of the reasons why they're doing this, because the reboot of Jersey Shore became the top-rated series on MTV. Well, Kristen Cavallari, isn't she married to Jay Cutler? Yeah, and she's got her so own show, too. She yeah. doesn't need to do it? Nope. And who's the other one? Lauren Conrad? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Okay. What does she do? I like that. I think back in the day she was on the hill. I see. I think hills. Yes, Jeff. (laughs) She played the hill, right? Yes, she was actually. She was one of the hills. Yeah. Uh, speaking of an old TV show, Full Full House obviously turned into Fuller House, and John Stamos had a 55th birthday recently. I think it was last week or maybe earlier this week. Uh, Jody Sweeten, who played one of the little kids, Stephanie, Stephanie, uh, shared a throwback photo of the two of them from Full House. You know, the original when she was a child, she was sitting on his lap and saying "Happy Birthday, Uncle Jay." Some troll said, "Quote: How can you still say Uncle to him when it's been reported that you slept with him?" Oh, that's oh. just nasty. What? And she replied, uh, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely not true. So there's your answer. If you ever ask, John and Jody have never actually done it. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Only one guy thought they did. Yikes. Yeah, and he tried to troll. Norm MacDonald's got a new show. Remember that YouTube show that he had? I thought it was just, or maybe still has. I don't know. Very good. Very good. His YouTube interview show is Excellent. I'm assuming this was the stepping point to where he is now because now he's got a call. He's got a show called Norm MacDonald Has a Show. And it's going to be on Netflix September 14th. He's his, a very good interviewer. He really is. He Because re- he doesn't care to be yuck, yuck guy. He'll ask and say and what, you know what I mean? Like, what was it? It was one of the roasts where he came up and just destroyed the place by being obvious mm-hmm. and not funny almost. Mm-hmm. Remember that? So his guests already include Chevy Chase. Jane Fonda, David Letterman, Judge Judy. <gasps> what? what? <laughs> Michael Keaton, David Spade, and Drew Barrymore. If Judge Judy was offered to us, like she was in town doing something, and she was going to come in here, would you just be a wreck, or would you be calm, just like any other interview? How would it go for you? Oh, man, good question. I would like to be faced with that dilemma. Yeah. I think I'd be a wreck. I'll be honest with you. I think I'd be a wreck. Okay. What if she came in in just a bikini? Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I- he would be erect. Oh. Oh, my okay. goodness. I don't know if... <laughs> Finally, Scotty Pippen's nine-year-old daughter's going to make more than everybody in this room. She's already cashing huge checks for Dancing with the Stars Juniors. Sophia Pippen has already signed her contract to compete against stars like Honey Boo Boo and Miles Brown from that blackish. If she wins the whole thing, she will take home $130,000. Just like Boo Boo, Pippen will get fifty grand just for showing up. She gets more cash. You know how it works. The further in the competition you win, five grand per episode for episodes two and three. Seventy five hundred for four junior. and five. Yeah, ten thousand dollars per episode for six and seven. Fifteen thousand for eight, and it goes on and on. FYI, Scotty Pippen reportedly made about one hundred and ten million dollars during his career. While I was looking up Scotty Pippen's net worth. 
which now is about $50 million. Also saw Allen Iverson's deal. Do you know about his sweet, his sweet deal? No. Bobby Bonilla has that million-dollar-a-year deal, right? Yeah. yeah. So does Allen Iverson. What? And it's even better. He signed a lifetime deal with Reebok in 2001 where he receives a million dollars per year and at age 55, which he's got to be coming up on, right? Or no, is he younger he's than his, in his 40s. Okay. At age 55, he gets a lump sum, $32 million. Wow. Reebok signed him 17 years ago to that. Those Iverson know. shoes, though, were very big sellers. Oh, were is the I threes huge. Iverson's forty three. Forty three. Yeah, they wow. were banking on him being the Jordan Reeboks tour. The answer. Yeah. Allen Iverson. His shoes were called the answer. The answer is no. The answer is I'm getting paid. The answer is exactly for nothing. <laughs> That is it for us making way for Donnie Fandango. Hello, Donnie. You are almost not late. Almost. We got to end this right now. Do it. All right, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Tomorrow, John Lovitz on the program. Yeah, yeah he is. Ah! Tomorrow, John Patrico on the program. Yeah, <laughs> uh, what else? Real quick, Moon. Oh, hackers can steal over a million dollars a minute. Uh, lots and lots of food news, including uh, Olive Garden's Pasta Pass being back. You can catch up on that and other ways to save money. And animal crackers are now cage-free. 1057thepoint.com slash cage-free. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member today, shouting out Kyle Garfaro one more time. Yeah, Kyle! Hey, And he wants to hear this. I mean, this song right here that I'm going to play. I'm going to press the button, and the song's going to play. It's from these guys, and it's called Soundcheck. Okay? All right. Okay. All right. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.